This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. KVJ. Good. Solid? Solid. Very okay. solid. I know you have Magnolia home, Virginia. It's got to be fun. It is. She's mm-hmm. back, and with her, the tornado. Okay. <laughs> Calamity? Yeah, her and a bunch of her girlfriends, they uh, they went out Saturday night catting around town. Okay. And uh, so Sunday, we're supposed to meet up for brunch. Right. And I get this panicked call at like... 10.45. We're supposed to meet for brunch at like 11. Oh, no. <laughs> Mom, you're not going to believe it. My friend's car got towed. What? I'm like, oh my gosh, where'd she park? Right in front of a sign that says, do not park here. Your car is going to be towed. It's weird how that works, <laughs> right? How about that, huh? New concept? Like, y'all didn't see that big sign? It says, don't park here or we're going to tell your car. <laughs> so did Max bring the dark cloud from Tallahassee? I, I can't, does it travel with her? I don't know. It's, it's back, huh? It's back, baby. Okay. Well, that's fun. Other than uh, that moment, you had a good weekend with her? We did, yes. Okay. We got a lot done. That's cool. Good. You had a good weekend, Bird? It was, it was, a weekend was had. Okay, all right. <laughs> Maybe not putting it in the good category. Yeah. Okay, I hear you. Well, we'll uh, get to all that kind of stuff coming up here on the KVJ Show. Happy Monday. You can watch us right now on KVJ TV. Just go to YouTube and look for the KVJ Show. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? Hi, right, what you thinking about today here, Jay Bird? My phone was blowing up yesterday because we had a major celebrity show up in Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Do you know who it was? I do. I yeah. saw that. Philip from Bud's. He sent me a picture of Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson went to Bud's. He's like, your endorsements are bringing all the big celebrities in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty cool. It was the uh, Dixie location, I think, right? I, I don't. Yeah. Me, I don't know. Was it was. It? Yeah. That's so. Did he know of Buds, or was he just driving around town and he saw Buds? Like, this smells delicious. Let me go in. Maybe he heard your commercials. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> it was Sunday. He's like, oh, I want some chicken. Oh, Chick Fil A's closed. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> Buds don't close on Sunday, y'all. That's where you gotta go. <laughs> but that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty neat. 
Yeah, I wonder how his uh, show was. He was doing um, some stand-up. I think it was last night at the Miami Improv. Nice. So, uh, yeah, he was, I guess, hanging in the Palm Beaches on Saturday and then did his show there last night. You consider him an A-list celebrity? Absolutely. Solid B, at least. I think he's an A-lister. When you put the girls he's been dating in the mix, he, that makes him an A-lister. He's been in movies. I think he. the media seems to always report on him. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. Kevin's going strong B. Yeah. I'm going A. I think I'm going A, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely up there, no doubt. At least right now, I would say he's an A. Who knows what could happen? Mm-hmm. And but, we're riding high off the buds. like Exactly. You know. What else am I going to say? <laughs> What's on your mind today, Virginia? I love going to bars and restaurants that have, like, games. And on Friday, Panda and I popped in for a little happy hour. And the bar we were in had this game. Do you remember this game from the 80s? Because we played this in my house. I don't know if y'all played it. Boggle? Yes. Yeah, I remember the game. I don't know that we actually played it. I think it just sat there and nobody ever really touched it. We, me and Panda, played Boggle on Friday night. And it was so fun. It reminded me so much of playing games at home as a kid in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Boggle. If you never played it, it's fun. Boggle, Boggle. was big in our house. So was Sorry. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love the uh, board games as well back in the day. What you got on your mind over there, Kim? I need a drink. (laughs) Water. Crooked. (coughs) You okay? I don't know. There's a there's a long sip Mm. he's doing right now. It's crispy. Ain't ain't no words gonna come out, so I gotta do something. (laughs) We're doing Kevin's play by play of his coughing fit. (laughs) Yeah, no. I guess uh, my comment is: Is there a more confusing interchange in all of South Florida than 595? I was uh, going through there. On, uh, I think it was uh, Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. We went down to the uh, Dolphins practice. And so my phone was pretty much dead, and somebody else had laid dibs to the charger and the phone. So I'm like, I can't use whatever it is that the app that you use that helps you with directions, it eats your battery like crazy. Yeah. And so I didn't have enough battery. So I'm like, ah, I'm sure I can make it through the 595 exchange in 595 North, no problem. I went up in somewhere in Lauderdale. I don't even know <laughs> where I was. And I'm like, clearly I can't. And we had gone through the Golden Glades exchange to get over to the stadium. That wasn't any problem at all. 595 has just got flying off ramps all over the places with roads that sound like they're made up. I don't know where this is going, whether that's going. It was absolutely crazy. I got to tell you, the worst thing about being in South Florida, I'm, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, it's got to be the driving. The driving is just, not only are the roads super confusing, but just even on my way to work this morning. I mean, here it is. It's, you know, right about uh, 6 a.m., and I'm uh, driving in. There is a guy that uh, goes right past me. I'm pulling out of uh, the street from where my house is. And so he's driving just a little bit in this pickup truck. And this other car comes the other direction and flashes their lights at him. He just stops in the road, stops. <laughs> like, no no looking, no nothing, doesn't pull over into a place where he can get out. No, just stops with a car right behind him. And somebody gets out of the car. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're just going to stop. I'm like, if I was looking down or anything, bam, right in the back of you. And so then I'm, I'm driving, and I get right to where 45th Street is, and I'm still kind of like, man, I can't believe that guy that just stopped in the middle of the road. And so I get the green light, and I'm going forward, and I see these bright lights coming. 
And I'm like, that's a semi-truck, and they don't look like they're going to slow down. So I'm like, I ought to just wait here for a second. Sure enough, 60 miles an hour, (laughs) just right through. I'm like, there's no doubt about it. One of these days, I'm going to just have a moment where my mind is not focused, and I am dying on a South Florida road. So he plowed right through a red light? Just, yeah, probably 60 miles an hour, and it was a red one, two, three, four, five red. Wow. About like that. Like, no signs of slowing down. I used to live really close to 595 when we were down, you know, at the old station. And I'd have to get off this horrifying ramp every time. And every morning, I would dread it. The 10 minutes before getting ready, I'm like, oh, man, I know... That ramp was impossible. I don't know who was supposed to merge, honestly, to be quite honest. With you. Yeah, it's honestly, it's it's chaotic. And that's the other thing, too, is the roundabouts oh. are absolutely insane, and nobody pays attention to those. I go to those. The concept's great. If somebody's in the roundabout, then you stop and you wait and you yield and whatever. But nobody follows that. I was in the roundabout the other day. I'm in. A car's coming, and I just look at the driver. I'm like, they're not going to stop. And so I kind of slow down because they're not. And sure enough, just went right into it. If I would have kept going like I was in the right to do, bam, right inside of me. That's all within the space of four days. Dang. Could have been dead three times. It's just unreal. If you were to die, though, I hope you do come back and haunt us. <laughs> <laughs> you do, huh? I would love to. Hey, it'll be a gentle haunting. <laughs> That'll be I very mean. nice. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable. Between the insane roads and the insane drivers, I honestly have no idea what is worse. But uh, if you're out there today, and I assume you are, trying to get to work, just keep an eye open. Look both ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's squirrely out there. You you have to drive like your life depends on it, because honestly it does. And the further south you go, the worse it gets. Amen. Okay, so <laughs> what did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? Did he go to a bar in Wellington and a car backed into him while he was walking in the parking lot? Oh boy. Did his Uber driver yell at him because he thought Jaybird passed out in his car? <laughs> Did he watch four Kevin Bacon movies? Did he go on a 72-hour hunger strike? Did baby Lachlan throw up on his face? (laughs) Did he accidentally text an ex-girlfriend thinking it was his friend? Or did he bleed on his new couch? Oh, no. Mm -hmm. One of those things did not happen. Wow, they all sound very probable. (laughs) It was a challenging... He's got a giant gash in his hand. I do. I know. I cut my hand, too. I didn't even put that on there. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I do have a gash injury. Maybe that's where the blood came from. No, I, I know where the source came from, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely know, know where it's from. Uh, I will go because just the, the only one that just sounds a little uh, off is the 72-hour hunger strike. I don't know what uh, he'd be going on a hunger strike for. Yes. Yes. Maybe hunger strike might have not been the right term. Maybe fast should have been written instead of hunger strike. Hunger strike doesn't really make any sense. I'm sorry. Okay. So you didn't eat anything at all? Is that what you're saying? That would be what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. 72 hour fast. Okay. Um, Which one do you think did not happen, Virginia? I hope the fasting didn't happen. But you never know. I'm going to say Kevin Bacon movies. <laughs> I mean, who in the right That's... mind would sit to watch four Kevin Bacon movies? <laughs> That's the most normal. You're right. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, let me see. 
Yeah, I, I think I'll stick with the 72-hour fast just to see what uh, happens with that. So which thing did not happen to Jaber? We will find out next. My KVJ show. All right, so a lot of interesting things went down over the weekend. What did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? And one of these things did not. Did he go to a bar in Wellington and got backed into while he was walking through the parking lot? Did his Uber driver yell at him because he thought Jaybird had passed out in his car? Did he watch four Kevin Bacon movies? Did he go on a 72-hour fast? Did Denny's baby Lachlan throw up in his face? Did he accidentally text an ex-girlfriend thinking it was his friend? Or did he bleed on his new couch? Virginia's already seen a new gash, so. <laughs> that would not be the bleeding gash. Fresh wound. Okay. All right, so you're thinking it's Kevin Bacon movies. I'm going to go with the 72-hour fast. Uh, did any of those things not happen to you, Jaybird? The one thing that did not happen was the Kevin Bacon movies. Oh. She's right. Ah. Okay. It's too normal sounding. Just too normal. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing at that point? But look, I will take a Saturday or a Sunday to do that eventually. I love Kevin Bacon. What did you uh, go on the 72-hour fast about? I don't know if I, if I even explain it. I don't think you guys even get it. So I'm just doing my own thing. It, it, it's a little thing I call the, the junkyard dog mentality. Uh-huh. I like to take things away and make myself uncomfortable uh-huh. for a short period of time. So mm-hmm. when you do get it back, you appreciate it. You you just you almost kind of feel like you leveled up. You're 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 stronger. That the 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 hunger keeps you literally hungry for what you're doing, the task at hand, your project. You gotta stay mean and lean like a junkyard dog. I, I did not think you guys would get it. That's why I did not want to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't eat any food all weekend? I have not eaten. No, not yet. Wow. Good heavens. That's that's crazy, but huh? I'll tell you what. You spry, gotta be hungry. Spry like a junkyard dog. Yeah, okay. By the way, d- do not ever look at me and do what I do. I'm not... <laughs> You're the, not a model for anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you bled on your new couch, but it was a different gash? Yeah, oh, my toe. Oh. It is. Ooh. Yeah, I can't lift it up because I, I, I pulled a hamstring. The uh, Good Lord. My toe, It. I went out to my yard, and it was dark out, and I smacked my foot against a big old rock that I did not see. Ooh. But I didn't, it was stinging so bad, I couldn't really feel it. It was numb. So I went back into my dark house, not really thinking anything. So I'm laying on my couch, and all of a sudden, I just... Felt something leaking from my foot. I go, oh. Oh, no. I go, I think I cut my foot. I turned the light on. It was bleeding. Ugh. I couldn't tell. All over the new couch, huh? Yeah, I, I did some work. I, I got I got most of it out. We probably should have got a red couch. In retrospect. Yeah, <laughs> Just anticipate blood stains. I should go red. <laughs> but I think I got most of it out. Just figure it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, let me see. The other things that you got on your list here, you uh, almost got backed into I did. in a parking lot in Wellington. Yeah, we were. We went to a bar in Wellington. We uh, It was Vicky from Weird Whatever, her birthday. Aww. And Wellington's a busy area. We I forget the name of the restaurant we went to, and it was so cozy and fun. Oh, I was going to give him a plug. Sorry, guys. Great job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't eat and can't remember. <laughs> What are you doing in a restaurant? You're on a fast. You're yeah. right. And, and there was so much food in front of me, it was torture. <laughs> but they weren't looking, and they, I'm, I'm fine, but they were back in their car, car, and as we were walking with me, Denny's Jen, Dang. baby Lachlan, and uh, it smacked me. 
Wow. This, and this is not a replay. This is not the first time this has happened either. So I think the problem is me. Okay. <laughs> it's you. Problem it might, is you. It might be. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me see. You had uh, baby Lachlan throw up in your face. Yeah, but I think that's par for the course, right? Were you holding him up? Yeah. I've got the best baby Lachlan videos I'll be dropping on social media today. Oh, I can't he, wait. He, he likes to uh, smile when you beatbox to him. Okay. Aww. He starts to smirk when you drop a little beat. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> and uh, your Uber driver yelled at you because he thought you'd passed out in his car? I wasn't. I swear to you on everything. I was not passed passed out. I was meditating in the car. It was quiet. He didn't want to talk. I was trying to talk to him in the beginning. He didn't want none of that because I think there was a language issue. I think there was a barrier there. Okay. And uh, he thought I, I fell asleep. And he goes, at the light, he's like, hey, 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 no, no, no. Get up. I go, oh, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I swear I'm not sleeping. And that was about it. I guess drunk people pass out in cars and they don't like that. I've seen Uber drivers get mad at that before. Gotcha. Fact, I think one of them got mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> but my eyes were so heavy. So heavy. <laughs> Just take a little power nap. Well, I think what happens, they're afraid if you fall asleep in their car and they make a turn and you don't hit your head or something. Gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you accidentally text an ex-girlfriend. This was the worst one. Uh-oh. How did that go down? Not... I was trying to text my friend, and the text that I I was texting, I go, come over at 2, and we'll get it popping. Just mean we're, we're, we're going to get it going. But instead of popping, it autocorrected to pooping. So, <laughs> oh, no. Can I get it pooping? It was an, an out-of-the-blue text, <laughs> and it was a bizarre out-of-the-blue text. And then, oh, I didn't mean to send it. I'm so sorry. Oh, how's everything going? And it turned into a, <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, it was definitely awkward. <laughs> I got too much going on. Today. That is a very busy weekend. Uh, I did on Saturday night the uh, Dancing with Our Stars. It was uh, nice out there. They had uh, a lot of uh, local politicians that were out there, all for uh, the Women's Chamber of uh, Palm Beach County. So a uh, fantastic organization. It was a lot of fun out there. Got to MC that. You MC'd it, but did you dance? Did I, you know, not uh, too much. <laughs> I was one of the performers. They had six other uh, dancers that uh, were in it. They were fantastic and well-practiced. Kevin's right. He can't make it all about himself if you're the host doing that. You can't start Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I yeah, can so. dance, too. It was good, though. <laughs> I could host and dance. Well, it was, it was kind of interesting. Like, you know, Senator Bobby Powell was uh, there, and uh, Dave Ehrenberg was there. And it's kind of neat to see him in that element, because I didn't realize Dave Ehrenberg was so funny. He's a funny dude. He, he used to be my neighbor. I love Dave. He's awesome. Yeah. Very funny dude. So that was uh, a lot Dave of fun on Saturday. Dave loves wrestling. Oh, I love it. Loves it. Okay. Little show up at his house with Hulk Him Hogan. Him and Panda used to always talk about wrestling. He would love Hulk Hogan. Okay. okay. All right. That was a joke, by the way. Please don't arrest me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then earlier in the day, I'd gone to the Dolphins practice that they had inside the uh, stadium at uh, Hard Rock Stadium. I saw the pictures. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, we uh, went down, and uh, the cool thing about it was uh, my daughter Caitlin is back in town, and so Yay. yeah, it was so fun to uh, get to hang out with her. And so, if you're watching KBJ TV, that is the family photo. Nice uh, with uh, yeah the. Uh, Mexican Queen and uh, Caitlin and then uh, Cannon on there, always uh, looking unhappy. He looks pumped. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that's a teenage boy thing. I don't know. I guess they just have to look miserable in every photo. So that's just what they do. I, he was having a great time until hilarious. we snapped the photo. <laughs> <laughs> really seemed to be enjoying himself. And then I saw the photo. I'm like, oh, everybody's going to think we forced that poor kids to go. You're like, does he hate the dolphins? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, another thing, too, that there's a lot of chatter about, Christian Wilkins uh, got to wear the orange jersey Ooh. on Saturday, which when a Dolphins player gets to do that, it typically means they get to pick the playlist. I saw him dance a lot out there. So uh, that might have been his playlist they had uh, playing through the stadium. They nice. have to do it a lot, I feel like. He must, he must just pick bangers. He does have the best list. Yeah, and I got to tell you, honestly, he's one of the marquee names. When you go out and you see... You know, everybody they got from two and Jalen Waddle, the receivers, of course, and uh, the Cheetah gets a lot of recognition. But, you know, when it comes to defense, yeah, Christian Wilkins is, I mean, you know, hey, he had the most tackles uh, last year in the NFL. And that's huge. huge. It, it really is. And there's, there's a lot of talk about this. And, and more and more Dolphins fans, I don't know what's going on because, you know, as it is right now, Christian Wilkins is in the last year of his contract. And he's got a great attitude that I admire where it's like, look, I, I'm just, I'm going to go to work. My agent's going to take care of that. I'm going to trust the process. But, you know, the one thing that's kind of scary about it, if he doesn't get signed to a new contract or anything and gets hurt this year, that's always the thing in the NFL, then he'd be a, a hurt free agent. And people may be like, depending upon an injury, be like, I don't know, man, it might might kind of kill your value. So it'd be really awesome if the Dolphins would give him a contract right now because then he could play the season and not worry and know that, hey, he can go all out, throw his body on the line, do what he has to do. And if an injury does happen, then, you know, he's got some he's got a, a safety net protection. Yes. And on Twitter, man, Dolphins fans are all like, what are you guys doing, man? Get this deal done. It's you know, we're already into training camp and let the guy know he is one of the cornerstone pieces of the Dolphins franchise. Now, you saw him on Saturday. Did he see you? I don't think he saw me, no, because oh. we were up in the stands. Stadium's kind of a bigger thing, so I, I don't know that uh, he saw us. Would you be jealous if he went over to a different radio DJ? Yes. He's like, he, was, he was yucking it up with him instead of He's not allowed uh, to have any other DJ uh, friends. Oh, boy, Virginia. I'll come for you. Somebody down in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. What are the Miami hosts? We are the only DJ friends he's allowed to hang out with outside. I'm with Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> So to me, honestly, I, I think like the Dolphins need to get the message. I mean, there's just there's a lot of random comments that are happening on Twitter, but there's nothing that is really kind of like locked in. I know KVJ Nation has got Christian Wilkins back. Big and, time. Yeah, and I was thinking, I think we need to send some kind of statement to the Dolphins. Be like, you guys got to realize how beloved this guy is and how much your fan base wants you to take care of him and give him this contract he deserves. So I am uh, putting up a petition today that you can go and sign that uh, we will send to the Dolphins that they can see. <laughs> to be like, here's just how many people want you to sign this guy. It's kind of like collecting all of the random comments I'm seeing on Twitter, putting him in one place and putting a number to it on how passionately people feel about this just get it done i don't want him to have to go through training camp with that question mark in his mind and that's what happens to nfl players they're thinking about their future and in the nfl you never know unfortunately the snap that you just take might be the last snap you ever take the only thing less reliable than radio is the nfl it really (laughs) is it really is so we're gonna get that uh, posted up at kvjshow.com also up on our facebook page you can uh, go and hit that up here in just a couple of minutes kevin virginia and jason i love eating better and with factor you can do it every single fresh never frozen meal is chef curated dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week including calorie smart options protein plus also keto and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day courtesy of factor What are you waiting for? Call today 
and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, Protein Plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was talking about going to the Miami Dolphins open practice that they had on Saturday. It was uh, really full, the lower level of the stadium, and then they had a thunderstorm come through and lightning alerts, and everybody kind of had to evacuate. The rain was coming down pretty good, and so everybody's you know kind of all crammed into the back corridors there at Hard Rock Stadium. And where I was, an usher came through. He's like, all right, practice is over. That's it. They're calling it. Everybody go home. Get out of here. And so people started to leave. And we kind of hung out because uh, my wife and uh, her friends, they were in line to get uh, food and drinks. And so Ken and I were just kind of waiting to see what was going on. And then when they finally got their drinks, and they were in line for like an hour. Oh. I mean, it was nuts how long they were in line just to get uh, all the food. We kind of went and just uh, peeked our head back in the stadium because it was starting to clear. And sure enough, the players came back out, and the best part of practice happened after the rain thing. Wow. Yeah, they had the quarterbacks were trying to throw the ball and hit the goalpost, and Tua did it three times in a row and was kind of celebrating. And everybody's, But I was just thinking, how mad are people at that usher today when they saw all the clips of all the amazing <laughs> things that happened at the Dolphins practice after he told them that it was canceled to go home. Eee, that's a bad look. (laughs) (laughs) Where is that usher? Uh, Other great uh, Dolphin things uh, going on over the weekend. Zach Thomas, the Dolphin great, of course, was inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Exactly. 27 years ago today, August 5th, 1996, Jimmy Johnson named me the start mill linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. All you need is one chance. And Jimmy gave that to me. It was a pretty cool little story. He had a nice uh, speech 
going through and uh, thanking everybody. When he was two, he got hit by a truck on a dirt road, Ooh. and because it was dirt, it pushed him down into it, and he didn't die. He said, if I was on concrete, I wouldn't be here today. Wow. Isn't that kind of crazy? That is it crazy. Is. And they had a nice speech about all the different uh, dirt roads that uh, his life has been down and where it has taken him, so that was uh, really cool. You got your jersey popping today? I do, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm all behind uh, Christian Wilkins today. We'll get some signatures on that and get him signed. It's a good color on you. You look good in a Dolphins uniform. Yeah, if only I had football skill and size. <laughs> be amazing. Really would be. Uh, just to let you know, too, the Dolphins are at home against the Falcons on Friday for um, a preseason game. And you might want to go check that out because I don't think they're home until week three of the regular season. Their next two preseason games are away, and I think the first two games. So it's like a whole month before you'll be able to see them again. So they're going to be out there for a while, so you might want to go check that out. Somebody that uh, is going to be home, though, coming up this week, enter Miami. Man, I got to tell you, things are really uh, changing here in South Florida, and just watching to see what uh, they are doing. Last night, they were on TV a little bit uh, later, taking on FC Dallas in Frisco, Texas. And they were down by a two-goal deficit. And, of course, guess what happened? The uh, great one, Lionel Messi. He was a big part of the win last night for Inter-Miami, scoring twice. Leaving it for Jordi Alba. Back to Lionel Messi! Trust your wall to do its job. Messi up over He has now scored seven goals in four games. Wow. I'm so happy for the announcers. <laughs> Somebody said, you know, it would be like taking LeBron James and dropping him into some, you know, small European league like in Czechoslovakia. You know, and he's just dominating. So is it he in a different league, or is this the real league? Like, is this the, the main major league of soccer, or This no? is the 11th most important league in the world. The 11th? Okay. Yes. So wow. There are 10 leagues that are better than the one he's playing in. <laughs> yeah, so no, this is not the big one. So the, there's probably a lot, too. Yeah, they've dropped him in with maybe not the greatest in the world in MLS. Okay. Which I is American soccer. Got, yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense then. So he's, he's just absolutely dominating. Uh, the game was tied 4-4. They did penalty kicks 5-3. Enter Miami took the win, and they're now in the League Cup quarterfinals. They're going to be playing the winner of Charlotte FC and the Houston Dynamo at Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale on Friday. So you'll be able to uh, check that out. But do you think that you would give up your job for a photo or an autograph of your favorite celebrity? Never. <laughs> no. You would not. No. I would not. I think it depends upon what your job is first and foremost and who that celebrity might be. Do you already hate your job and you're like just trying to get away? Yeah, if, if you don't really care so much, then it's probably not a big deal. And I think this is probably well played. This janitor on his very first day at Drive Pink Stadium, Christian Salamanca, he's Colombian, and he took the chance when he saw it to lunge at Lionel Messi and get his autograph. Apparently, he had worked as a janitor with the company contracted to clean various stadiums. His first day on the job, he had an Argentina shirt tucked under his janitor's uniform. <laughs> He was ready to go. And then when he saw Salamanca, or when he saw Messi coming off of the uh, bus, 
Salamanca leapt to it. And he got the autograph, and Messi signed it. It was all good, but uh, the bosses saw what happened, and he was fired on the spot. Aww. Day one, gone. He got to keep his autograph, though, right? Oh, yeah, he got the autograph, and he says it was worth every second. <laughs> yeah, go. I mean, it was day one. He wasn't really invested in the job anyway. Yeah, they apparently warned staff, you are not to at any point break protocol and try to get an autograph or become a fan. You're there to work and to clean and nothing else. So if you asked him, would you give up your job for a photo or an autograph of your favorite celebrity? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that seems to make a lot of sense. Uh, on the flip side of it, good news for Inter-Miami, bad news for the American women's team. They lost in the World Cup. It was the quickest exit they have ever had. I'm watching the highlights right in now. In the World Cup. And uh, Megan Rapino, she uh, had a kick, did not make it. The next girl up missed it as well. And it just didn't work out. But there's, uh, they're getting some comments. And I guess, hey, when you get equal pay, you get comments. That's what happens. So, you know, they're uh, saying that maybe the team didn't take it seriously enough. The coach maybe had made some errors. Uh, one of the players had even said that she didn't feel like the attitude on the team was dedicated to uh, winning and wasn't, you know, dialed in the way they needed to be. Dang. Yeah, so there was uh, a lot of comments oh, about that. go on social media, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They love to comment. They oh, do. yeah. They absolutely do love to comment. It's KBJ. Do you like to sleep in on the weekend? Is that something you do, Virginia? Oh, yes. I love it. How much do you sleep in? On the weekend compared to when you wake up normally during the week? Oh, my. Like three three or four hours sometimes. Three or four hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. It's so peaceful. Yeah. Well, that would be awesome, and I would think it would be, but there's a new study on irregular sleep schedules that suggests that just sleeping in on weekends can have negative consequences on your gut bacteria, which can lead to obesity, inflammation, and heart problems. She looks skinny. Tell her she looks skinny. <laughs> She's been working hard. <laughs> She's fighting back on it. But yeah, I'm like going, so what? They want to take away sleeping in on weekends now on us? I feel like no matter what, there's always going to be a study to say, oh, this is bad for you. I think you'll be fine if you sleep on the weekends. Yeah, if you're sleeping in, then you're not stuffing your face with breakfast. And that's probably what they mean, honestly, <laughs> is you stay in on the weekend, you sleep, you eat, go back to sleep. Yeah, I guess with the gut bacteria, I don't fully understand it. It's a complex science. There are people that take things and eat things, and they got the kombuchas and things like that that you can drink. Apparently, it's all about gut bacteria. If you want to get really bored, talk to Gwyneth Paltrow. She'll go off for about an hour on it. Oh, that sounds like such a miserable conversation. (laughs) Yeah. She'd be the one that would uh, take it. But yeah, they found that gut bacteria apparently controls a lot of things in your body. And sleeping in on weekends, they say, throws that gut bacteria off. What do you do on the weekend? I typically, you know, compared to when I normally wake up, I've, I've recently, just in the last couple of weeks, have tried to start staying a little bit more on schedule. But you never know. I had to, you know, host a gig on Saturday night. And so that puts you to bed three to four hours later than when you normally go to bed. So what are you going to do? You're going to sleep three to four hours later in the next morning, right? Or else you're going to be completely exhausted. you got to listen to your body. And if it wants to sleep in, you sleep in. I, I think it's honestly, the schedules we have, it's madness. It I don't is. think there's any way to not sleep in on the weekends. And yeah, I, I don't sleep in anything crazy, but I do sleep probably an extra minimum of two to three hours. That's good. Every single Saturday and Sunday. But, you know, if I woke up at the regular time, it would be madness. 
I'd be going to bed at uh, six thirty p.m. on a Saturday night. I, I mean, I know I'm lame, but <laughs> I, I always I'm always up by four thirty on the weekends, and it's it just I, I, always, I always feel like it's me and just nature that is up. It is. There's lizards and frogs and the stars. The world is asleep. That's yeah. what it feels like <laughs> on the yeah. weekend. It does. It's Saturday, bro. I know. <laughs> but here's an interesting thing because last night, of course, you know, because I kind of threw my sleep schedule off a little bit over the weekend. Last night, I had a hard time getting to bed. I'm like, of course. Sunday night, Sunday night scaries. Well, it's just you know I had a lot of stuff in my mind, and I just I was not at all tired, and it was just like, gosh, man. They say, according to this new study out of England, that when it comes to your mood, just thinking that you got a good night's sleep can matter more than actually getting a good night's sleep. Huh? You can trick yourself. My mom always used to say that when I couldn't sleep, she go, just close your eyes, rest your eyes. It's just like sleeping. She, she'd always... It's probably better than nothing. There's it probably is better something than to nothing. It. Yeah. There, there, there is. So I kind of, when I saw that today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn it around. I'm not going to focus. Because I think if you tell yourself, oh, to get enough sleep, and maybe you just kind of actually mentally get yourself to thinking you're more tired than you really are. You're still resting, too. When you're, when you're laying down and you're not sleeping, you're at least kind of trying to relax a bit. If you're up milling around, then you're going to get real kind of in a weird headspace and you'll try to go to sleep I, I say lay down rest the eyes okay there you go kvj okay so in what year did all of this happen the song too close by next was the song of the year the movie armageddon was crushing at the box office and the tv show frazier was huge for a lot of people if you had to guess what year do you think that is virginia oh boy let's go 2008. 2008. You're going to say all that was going down. Armageddon, any thoughts, Jay Bird? What year we're talking? Armageddon was definitely 2003. <laughs> 2000. <laughs> to three. To three. To three. To three. <laughs> okay. Both of you are off. And by a good bit. So, what year was it? You'll find out next. The KVJ Show. So what year in pop culture history did all of this happen? You had the song Too Close by Next, top of the Billboard charts, Armageddon, your top movie, and the big TV show everybody loved was Frasier. Okay, Virginia, you were thinking, what, that might be around uh, 2008? Ew, it was a bad guess. Yeah, my, my guess was bad, too. I'm, I'm thinking, like, I don't know, like 98 or something. 98. Oh, okay. Somebody looked it up after saying 2002-3. The chat room's helping me out. Yeah, uh-huh, yes. 1998. All that was uh, going down. That's crazy, huh? It is yeah. crazy. Does Armageddon, does that movie still play? Is that, if you watch it now, is it cheesy or is it good? I remember when I was in the theater. I think I watched a couple minutes of it. I walked out. I'm like, eh, I wasn't really feeling it. I've never even seen the whole thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't like it either the first time I saw it. It wasn't my favorite. I know everyone made a big deal it about huge, it. It was huge, yeah. Aerosmith was involved. Yeah, it was, that was big. It was a big song. All that stuff was uh, huge. But, yeah, don't even think I saw it. How great was that, that Too Close song? And I remember I didn't realize how dirty that was. It, it's, <laughs> it's very carnal. I mean, once you really dig down to this lyric, you're like, wait. It's sexy music. Hey, what's, what's, what's going on here? It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. 
Well, the Barbie movie has now crossed the billion-dollar line. Dang. Yeah, billion-dollar worldwide box office, putting uh, the director, Greta Gerwig, in a very exclusive club. She is the first and only female director to have crossed that billion-dollar line with a movie, and she stands alone as the top dog. The Barbie movie was huge again over the weekend. Good, yeah. for, good for her. It's I awesome. Know, it's great for her. Mm-hmm. You, Kevin, you gotta, you gotta, we, love, we love the Barbie movie, Virginia. We love it. <laughs> you love better. It. We love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if this fight is ever going to happen between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, but they both keep running their traps. If they would only just actually fight as much as they talk about fighting, I would be more impressed. Now, the two tech billionaires supposed to face off in a mixed martial arts competition. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I guess over the weekend, uh, Elon Musk was writing on his ex, formerly Twitter, that um, the fight will be live streamed on X and all proceeds will go to a charity for veterans. Okay. We need to talk about the X symbol. Have you seen what it looks like? The new Twitter uh, symbol? Yeah. It looks like an adult video. (laughs) An adult video? Really? If you look at it, that right there, tell me that doesn't look like there's something dirty going. It just looks like X. X videos is a legit site, by the way. So, I know. It's kind of (laughs) weird. (laughs) That looks like there's some activity going on there. Huh. Okay. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg quickly responded to the message put out there by Elon, and he said, shouldn't we use a more reliable platform? <laughs> oh, 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 dang. oh, oh, What a dorky fight. It's so dorky. It is a masterful dork battle happening right now. No word on whether or not the fight will actually happen. And now it's martial arts. Is, did that change? I thought they were going to box each other. I think it's mixed martial arts. I think that's what Zuckerberg does. And okay. He's the one that's training on the reg, and you see him like doing lots of that fighting and stuff. Elon's got him on size because Elon's bigger, but I don't know. This would, I still think this would be a good fight. Size over skill. What wins? I mean, I think, I think a lot of people watch that fight if it does happen. Oh, no doubt. It would do huge. I can't think of any fight that we've had recently that would do as well as that would. It'd be massive. That is really kind of where the fighting game should go. People who shouldn't be fighting, they start the fight. (laughs) People would love those. Mm -hmm. Celebrities. Yeah. And finally here, the attorney that is representing those women that are accusing Lizzo of sexual harassment and all kinds of other things, saying they were treated terribly during their time on tour with her. Their attorney now says that now that the cat is out of the bag, he has lots of other people that are coming forward to say that they went through the same thing. So there may be more names added to the lawsuit against Lizzo, according to the attorney. Her apology was, hey, I didn't do it. These are lies. That's what Lizzo's saying. There's a lot of people saying that she is just hard to work with. But, I mean, what's the line there between hard to work with and sexual harassment and abusive work environments? There's a difference because... You can be a ball buster without being a sexual harasser. Yeah, and you can be a ball buster without being being inappropriate to where you've done something illegal. And how many accusers does it take before you believe it without a doubt 
even when the celebrity is denying that any of that stuff ever happened. Because that was the way it had gone on with Ellen, where it was just one after another after another. And I feel like by the time you get to double digits, you're like, okay. <laughs> All right. I just, All right. I'm not so sure about Ellen's this. Ellen's a jerk. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Got uh, some birthdays today. Charlize Theron is 48 years old. And uh, David Duchovny of the X-Files in Californication turns 63. Also got a uh, shout-out to our firstborn, Savannah. Enjoy your 11th year and 5th grade. That's from Mom Bree. Buy you the tiny dinosaur and the puppies. And you got a photo here on KBJ TV. Also, happy 21st birthday to my son, Jerry. He's hopefully listening now. Sorry you have to work. That's from Mom, Brooke, uh, and Max. I think it's only appropriate to give him a Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, happy birthday to my wonderful wife, Ruby. Ruby. I hope your day is fabulous from Spencer, Madison, and Mackenzie. And uh, we got uh, my wonderful wife and mother of two. Happy birthday. uh, Throwing that in there. So if you got a birthday and you want a shout out, send us an email. Let us know. Mail at kbjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. Got uh, Camp KBJ and only a few more left as summertime is about over here in South Florida as school gets back in. We got a four-pack of passes. If you'd like to go to the Rapids Water Park, you can. All you got to do is just hit us up right now, 877-979-9763. The KBJ Show. Do you ever remember what your last week of summer vacation was like before you went back to school, what you did, how you felt? Were you excited because you were getting new clothes and you wanted to see all of your friends again? Or were you absolutely miserable, Virginia? I was pumped. Like, the shopping part of it was cool. You felt like you were going to be looking good. Okay. Yeah, the first day of school, I don't think was that bad. I was kind of excited for it a lot of times. Then I started dreading day two and then from (laughs) there on out. Like week two, you're like, all right, the newness is worn off. And it all kind of depends, too. The first day of school, it's important if you kind of get there a little early if there's not assigned seating, because you want to want to try to sit, but somebody probably going to have a crush on. That's the key. <laughs> okay. You don't always try to sit. That by was your strategy. Always try to sit by a cute girl. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jennifer is on here from Deerfield Beach, and you've got a couple kids, ten and thirteen. How are they feeling right now about the school starting here pretty soon, Jennifer? Well, honestly, not too happy. Honestly, <laughs> oh, man. I think yeah, mom's. I'm a little happier. You're a little happier. A lot happier. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm happier. They're not. Well, uh, we'll cheer them up a little bit. We're going to hook you up with a four-pack of tickets to Rapids Water Park so they can have one last little splash of fun before they go back to school, okay? That's great. I've been trying since you started the KBJ camp, and I haven't gotten through. I said, well, one couple more days before they start. Oh, you did it. Yeah, you did. Good mom, thank you. I did it. I did it. Yes, that's awesome. Well, have fun there, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. I know teachers, they are already back in it. They are getting their classrooms ready, and so it has already begun for them. And so what we're doing here this week leading up to school, we are going to help teachers clear their classroom supply lists so that they don't have to pay for their own supplies. And we're going to showcase a teacher every single day. Day one on Thursday, clear the list like nothing. That was awesome. 
People were awesome to Mary Fouts. She is a teacher at Palm Springs Elementary in Wellington, entering her 19th year. People really took a lot of stuff off of her list on Friday. And today, we're going to be showcasing Aria Deck. She is a third-grade ESC and ASD teacher at Sandpiper Shores Elementary in Boca Raton. She has been in special education for 11 years. Okay. Good for her. Yeah, so she has been working at it. So we have that posted at kvjshow.com. You can go there and you can check out the list. A lot of the items that are on there, 5 to $10. That's it. And that's what's so awesome is it is so reasonable for people to go and start clearing things off of our teachers' lists. So if you would go do that, go to kvjshow.com. You also can go on ahead and just go to our Facebook page. We'll have a link there as well. What's the rule? If you're a teacher and you want to decorate your classroom, let's, let's say I was a teacher, could I go in there and put aliens on the wall with pizza slices? Yeah. And, and all kind of, I could take, I could make a UFO light kind yeah. of a thing. You're allowed to do that? They love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot the of fun The best teachers that, uh, that my kids had had the most fun decorations. So you get creative control of your classroom. I think so. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part, I mean, it's got to make sense and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, some tells it, me baby. Mr. Pennington might push the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Could be pushing a bit, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're talking about uh, how big the Barbie movie is. Uh, man, it just keeps crushing it. It's now over the billion dollar mark and makes a ton of money. It's just amazing to see uh, how well uh, Barbie is doing. Uh, they say that uh, Meg 2, The Trench, opened to a strong $142 million globally. The uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, started uh, rollout with $8.5 million and just 30% of its offshore footprint. They say the global is about $51 million, so it did okay. Man, I didn't even know that thing was coming out until you talked about it on the air. Yeah. I, I, I did not right. see any promotion for it. Yeah. It was uh, kind of... Eh. Uh, Oppenheimer, that's uh, over $550 million now. So it's uh, doing pretty solid. So that's uh, some of the stuff happened at the box office. Do you want to see that? I don't know. That one kind of makes me sad. Uh, why? <laughs> no, I'm so sad about it. I might go see the Barbie movie again. There you go. Because there's so many little like little Easter eggs and nuggets that I'm hearing about that I missed. Oh, that thing's going to be so massive. Especially, think about the numbers on that movie in a year. Oh, massive. It's going to generate so much cash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if uh, you're not feeling anything at the theater, or maybe you've seen everything at the theater, and they say it's been a good summer here at the tail end, they think that the heat that we've had all across the world, especially in America, has driven people into an air-conditioned theater. I can see that. But I have heard a lot of people talking about how the theaters are not very well air-conditioned this summer. you You started complaining about it, and as soon as you said that, I heard... Everyone complain how hot the theaters are. This is a problem because I think our air conditioning units are all struggling with this super hot weather we're having. And those AC units that have to power a whole theater, can you imagine how big that thing is? Oh, there's nothing uncozier than watching a movie and sweating. It was about 78 in the Barbie movie when I went to go watch it. That's way too hot for the bird. It was not cool. Mm-hmm. So, Suits, he uh, always checks out an old classic. We want to get the perspective from the uh, eyes of Gen Z to see just uh, what they think about the uh, movie. Um, Suits, 
Why don't you come in here and tell us about the uh, movie that you uh, checked out. Uh, last week, I remember he was talking about Pretty Woman. And he was like, okay. But it didn't sound like he was wowed and wouldn't put it in the classic category. He didn't love, love it. Yeah. He's having a bit of a rough morning. Something with a snake. He had a snake <laughs> issue. You had a snake issue? Yeah, it was a very weird night. I was sound asleep and I woke up because my mom was screaming at the top of her lungs, which oh my is goodness. a very jarring way to wake up. <laughs> I, I can see that, yeah. That would be. <laughs> and I, I find her by the front door and she says that there was a coral snake, which are incredibly poisonous, I think, in the house. Um... And I don't know where it was because she said she got it out of the house, which I don't understand why she was screaming. Because oh. she said, I don't know if she had just gotten it out the door and was screaming while she was doing it. And by the time I got up and came over there, it was gone. But, man, it's just, it's very hard to go back to sleep after waking up like that. In the middle of the night. If, I, if you told me that there was a coral snake in my house somewhere, well, I, I, I am was not very, going back to sleep. Kevin would move. No, I, we are going to go spend the night in the car or somewhere else. I camping. did not go back to bed for like two hours. So. Oh. Well, it's, it's alarming to have a snake in your house and your mom screaming, but then it's alarming, too, that it's like there, there's nowhere... You're like, why is mom screaming? It's, it's well, I'm like, did you really get this snake out of the house, or is this thing still in here somewhere, and do I need to be worried about another snake? Because I thought I heard a hiss earlier in the day, and oh. I couldn't find anything, oh. so that on top of the fact that she's screaming <laughs> at midnight... Oh, you're ready, you're ready Kevin for I, a nice snake prank. Yeah, yeah I, would, I, would, I would definitely get that looked at. If you do have a coral snake, she saw and she sure this she, was a coral she snake? She swore up and down that it was a coral snake, and she swore that, I don't know how, she says she got it out of the house, but she was on the phone with her friend hyperventilating at like midnight. Got it out of the house? I don't know how she supposedly got it out of the house. It was I, I, very hectic, if Kevin. If I knew it was in the same neighborhood, <laughs> I would move. I was afraid to open the garage to go out to the car this morning. I'm like, is this thing still waiting for me out there? Oh, my gosh. And you thought you had heard a hiss in the house earlier that day. It was weird. I heard this noise, and I went no. looking, and I'm like, I don't know what that was, but I just wrote it off. I'm like, it was a weird noise. I couldn't find anything, so I just went back to watching TV. I was just chilling, and I Dude. heard something. Suits. Yeah, I'm uh, a... <laughs> yeah. The snake was saying your name. Suits. I, <laughs> Suits. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I didn't sleep very well last night, Kevin. <laughs> I can't imagine why. They say the coral snake's venom is one of the most potent venoms in the world next to the black mamba. Oh, yeah, you're marked yeah, for death. No, it's it's incredible. That's why when she said coral snake, I'm like, are you sure? She claimed she was walking barefoot, and it was right next to her foot when she saw it. Oh, my god! Is it possible it was not the coral snake? Well, there's, coral there's snake? a snake that looks like a coral snake that's really similar to it that's not poisonous at all. So I don't know if it was that. But she, she supposedly knows what it is, and she said it was a coral snake. So, got that to look forward to. Yeah, I would say they're highly poisonous. They're incredibly poisonous. They're like very... the worst possible snake you can come across. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Suits. <laughs> yeah, they say red and black bands are separated by slightly narrower yellow bands. Yeah, I think it's if the, the red touches yellow, then you're in bad shape. But if it's black touches yellow or red, then you're okay. It's something like that. There's some riddle that goes with it that I couldn't remember that really would have come in handy last Thank, night. Thanks for clearing that up. It's very easy to remember. <laughs> so as the snake is biting you, if you can't think of the riddle... Give me 10 minutes. I'll tell you if it's poisonous then. <laughs> Wow, okay, well, with all that excitement, what movie did you actually try to watch with your snake sitting next to you? Anaconda. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a good one, right? That would have, yeah. I wish Snakes I did now. Playing. Um, I watched the Pee-wee uh, Big Adventure movie since, you know, he had just passed away, and I've never seen any of Pee-wee Herman's uh, stuff in the past. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You didn't love it? No, nah, it's, it's just a little little goofy. And, <laughs> I don't know. P- P- he seems like a very nice guy, but... He seemed like a nice guy. Pee Wee Herman doesn't seem like he's for me. <laughs> How bad of a review is that? He seemed like a nice guy. I feel bad because he just... That might be the worst review I've ever heard. I mean, oh. the poor guy just passed away, and I'm going to come in here and say that his movie was... You know, but I really, it was not for me. How'd you like it? He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> he seems, seems like a lovely man, but it just wasn't for me. Well, it was, wow. it's, it's a goofy movie, even for, for the 80s. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, weird... it's, uh, it's weird. Okay. It is weird. Who, who does it better, Pee Wee Herman, me or Virginia? Do it. They're both really bad. They're both really bad. <laughs> Yeah. I know you are, but what am I? (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. What score would you give it, Suits? Uh, 20. Oh! He's a really nice guy, though. He's a very nice guy. That's the only reason why I gave him the 20. (laughs) Dang. Uh, I just, it wasn't for me. Whoa. Not not my movie. (laughs) That's crazy. So we will not show you Big Top Pee Wee. Okay. Oh, there's a sequel to that? Oh, yeah. Wow. No, I don't need to see that. No. Okay. I think I'm good. One and done. And uh, for your coral snake, uh, somebody said, Red touches yellow, Jack's a dead fellow. Red touches black, Lucky Jack. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, I knew there was something about dead fellow in there. I just couldn't remember what the rest of the riddle was. If red is touching yellow, that's bad news. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully that snake is gone. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Okay. If I don't come in tomorrow, you know why. Oh, it's been a tough run here uh, lately for some of the classics. Yeah, it has been. The suits, yeah. I, yeah. I, can't, I think I know. I think I know when he's not going to like something. If it's too goofy and it's comedy, 80s goofy. Yeah, it's over. Not I mean, work. I like a good comedy, but sometimes the 80s stuff just gets a little too goofy for me. It's cheesy. Yeah, it mm. absolutely. The KVJ Show. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly. It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Apparently doing these residency shows for Adele is pretty emotional. She sheds tears before and after. Every one of her shows, she says the enormity of the show and her success is so impactful that she has a little cry beforehand and even after the shows. That's I, what I do for every show, too. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah, she's raking in about $2 million every night. I'd be, cry- I'd be crying for different reasons. $2 million? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Imagine that. That's $2 million crazy. every single night. That's crazy. That's insane. At that point, you, that's when you've... She's going to get to the point where Nicolas Cage level, you start buying weird stuff. 
two million dollars a night. Yeah, you, you can buy whatever you want at any point. I bet point. she's already there. Oh yeah, we're gonna find out about it soon. She's buying weird stuff. Well, if you haven't uh, been following the show, Denny's our producer. He is a new dad, and it's really kind of fascinating just to see because I have. Three kids. Virginia's got two kids. When you've been there before, to see somebody who's just going through it the first time and what it's like when they discover new things. And uh, Denny's is always learning new things, like uh, about gas in a baby's body. I know that's one of the big things. (laughs) Sleep patterns, Mm -hmm. eating, all that kind of stuff. And you just uh, found out something about the shots that uh, babies have to get. And that's one of the things that's really tough is when you see your kid having to get shots you know it hurts them and they hate it and you hate that they have to get it but they just got to do it yeah it's tough to watch yeah it is but uh, you just discovered something that uh, you didn't know about the shots yeah so our doctor this is cool i didn't even think about this until she mentioned it but the doctor doesn't administer any of the shots to the baby that way the baby doesn't hate the doctor attribute the shots to the doctor and then every time they go to the doctor they get terrified so it's cool. They have somebody come in and do all the shots, and then she comes in afterwards and then check up on the baby. That way the baby's not fearful of her. So they make the nurses the bad guy? The nurse is the bad guy, <laughs> yeah. That ain't cool. Well, then that kind of makes me wonder, because you think about all the things that you do that make your baby cry. So each time is your baby, when it's crying, and you've done something to make it cry, is it going, gosh, I hate them so much. Totally. Bill Burr's Babies got, keep score. Bill Burr, <laughs> he's got a whole thing where he, he yelled at his kid. He goes, oh, my gosh, I just lost my patience with my kid. Is that the moment where my kid does not become an astronaut? Is that, <laughs> is that the moment? Did I damage him there? Yeah. You're right, you never know when you're, you're damaging your kid what is a little yeah. bit more. Wow. I, that's an interesting thing. I didn't even know that. I've had the, the three kids and never even knew that yeah. was a thing. I didn't notice that either. We noticed that she stepped out and then the nurse came in, did all the stuff, and then left. And then she made a mention of it. And I go, oh, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. I remember being about seven years old. I guess, do you have to get shots around seven for something? Is there a ser- series of shots? Yeah. I remember being so scared to get it the night before. It, it wasn't that bad, though. It sucks when it you're does. little because you it think does. about it and you dwell on it. And I just uh, try to tell my kids, it's 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 so quick and then it's over. Yep. And it won't hurt anymore. And I'm not kidding. It may look weird. If you growl like this during it, it takes your mind off the pain. And shots over before you know it. But you look like a psycho. Doctors. <laughs> doctors, they're used to people just being a little off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At what age do you finally get where shots aren't a big deal? Because my 15-year-old, my wife had said, yeah, you got a physical. I think you got to get some shots. And I could see he admit, like, his lip was quivering. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, he was, I got shots. Don't show the football coach that, son. <laughs> <laughs> I think high school, right? You stopped worrying about him. I don't. I. I'm wondering if there's so. There's got to be adults still that I don't know that I love them. If I know I'm getting shots, I, I think it was when you know I started doing all my testosterone treatments that I finally kind of shook the whole needles and, and not caring. But I mean, I was in my 30s. Yeah, when I when I gave the kidney away, I was being pricked a lot and to the point where it almost didn't even phase you anymore. Like ah, eh, needle smeedle. Okay, get used to it. Didn't I hear, don't they have these uh, shots that it'll vibrate the skin now, so you're not even really supposed to feel them? I mean, that's, well, so I noticed just the recent round of shots I've gotten compared to the ones I used to get, they're yeah. much better now. They're so much faster, the needle's smaller, it's so much quicker. It Back all in the, depends on who's administering and how good they are. The so 80s needles were a foot long. <laughs> Dude, they were sadistic back then. They, it, you were, oh, and you weren't allowed to cry. They would tell you to... 
chill out. They had the long needle one, and then they had the circle one. It was, it it was like, like nine a, needles in yeah, one. Yeah, like a honeycomb. <laughs> it would stick right. it in your arm, and it was awful. They don't even do that, I feel like, anymore. Now it's just these quick little tiny ones. Adults were so mean back in the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt they were. All right, uh, well, we've got some Snoop Dogg tickets. He is uh, going to be with Wiz Khalifa, too short of Warren G, and I think financial on Sunday. There is uh, a show that he has, Coach Snoop, that is on Netflix that my son and I were watching a little bit on Friday. And, man, I cannot believe how much they swear at those kids. And Snoop's just like, that's just the way we talk, man. But it's F this, F that, F you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's unreal. Yeah, I was, like, really surprised by it, but I guess it's what you get. But the one thing that was kind of interesting watching the show is Snoop would say that, yeah, he's like, there's Coach Snoop. He is completely different from Snoop Dogg. And he said, those two lines do not cross. And it was interesting to see Snoop on the football field. He looks and sounds like a different dude because he's not high. And I realized, I don't know if Snoop Dogg is ever not high. Are are we sure he's not high out there? You That's what he'd said, and and you look at him, and he acts he he has a different energy to him and a different look, and his voice sounds different. I was like, oh well, wow, look at it, and that was in fact I noticed that before he said it. I'm like, wait a minute, Snoop not high? I'm like, he, he looks different. He's like, yeah, he's like Coach Snoop and Snoop Dogg never cross lines. Maybe the intensity he needs to coach with doesn't work well with the mellowing effects of marijuana. And I think part of it, too, is he is trying to set, even with the language, they're trying to set an example for the kids and, you know, not bring those and cross those two worlds. Yeah, F you to the kid. That's kind of a, <laughs> come on, F you. Did yeah. You say that's what he, they were saying? They would do that. Yeah, they have no problem with that. And then Snoop would show up right before games so he doesn't get mobbed. And then after the games, he kind of gets mobbed by people because, you know, you're at a regular just wreck football field. And so, you know, security is oh. lax. So everybody's getting a shot at Snoop Dogg. Do they yell like that at your son's football? Do they curse at them? No, I not no. I mean, I I haven't I haven't heard swear words yet. I haven't. You haven't watched. heard F you. Well, yeah, high not, not to now. that level. It was a different thing. What they yeah. cleaned it up a lot. They do. When yell. I played, there was my my high school coach was not a big swearer, uh, but they, I definitely had coaches that were. I mean, let it fly. They call do you names, throw balls at your hip. Yeah, my daughter was at uh, football practice on Saturday, and she's like, oh, my, because she's used to softball. She's like, wow, they yell a lot. And I'm like, well, it's football. Yeah. You know? And so they do. And there was there was a kid. He was he apparently didn't give the right response on something. He's like, get off my field. Get off my field. Go. And he's like in his face. He and, got you know, kicked out? Yeah, he's like just, yeah. They, that's It's kind of a different thing. And, and you know, because I had coached. Uh, uh, girls softball you can talk to boys differently than you can talk to girls it's just kind of a different energy it's it's a weird thing in fact i read a book on it on a guy who taught the soccer teams the men's and women's at university of north carolina and he said this was the approach with men approach with women he said with the women's practices we would have to take the first 10 minutes and the girls got to talk about their day and their feelings and they would braid each other's hair And he said, I knew with the guys, we could just ride away and you could yell at me. He said, but it was a different language you had to speak. And so when I was coaching, we brought a female on to kind of talk because some of the guys just couldn't say things the right way. Come on. Catch the ball, you dumbass! The girls would shut down, and yeah. it just wasn't working. And so it always seemed to be more effective to have 
somebody who spoke the language a little bit more and understood. It's weird too seeing a grown man yell at a bunch of little 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 kids in general, but it, a little girl. That it, was it a weird <laughs> thing, and you saw that a lot. There were some really intense dads in softball. I'm like, yeah, you might need to chill out a little bit. I don't think what you're doing is working, coach. She's nine. Yes. Kevin, you just told her to F herself. When me and Kevin coach <laughs> together, I think that what nine and ten was the age group, I believe. Yeah, that's when uh, we were in it. That yeah. was some insane. I can't imagine anybody yelling at a little girl like that. It's, it's insane. You did, and it was pretty crazy. Oh. So we're going to give you these Snoop Dogg tickets for Sunday night, at, I think, if you can tell us which KBJ member, myself, Virginia, Jaybird, or producer Denny's, posted this on a social media platform. Okay, here's one thing that uh, was posted. The person in the seat behind me is literally putting their toe in my behind. WTF. I'm not typically confrontational, but foot rape on a flight is not okay. I should have walked to Chicago. Wow. What a rant. Okay. This person said, am I the only one who thinks hound dogs look high? (laughs) (laughs) This person said... I swear a bee just stung my privates while laying out naked. I also got free cookies at work today. The universe calls this balance. And finally, which KBJ show member said, I want to drink so big that it comes with a lifeguard. Okay. Can you tell us who is responsible for each of those comments? 877-979-WRMF. If you can, you're going to Snoop Dogg on Sunday. KBJ. Okay, I want to hook you up with tickets. Go see Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Warren G. They are all going to be at the I Think Financial Amphitheater coming up on Sunday. All right, we have got here comments that were left by KBJ members on social media. Can you put it with the right person? Who on the KBJ show said, the person in the seat behind me is literally putting their toe in my behind, WTF. I'm not typically confrontational, but foot rape on a flight is not okay. I should have walked to Chicago. Um, which KBJ show member said, am I the only one who thinks hound dogs look high? Which KBJ show member said, I swear a bee just stung my privates while laying out naked. I also got free cookies at work today. The universe calls this balance. And who said, I want a drink so big that it comes with a lifeguard. Okay, we've got uh, Mike on here from Boynton Beach. Mike, who do you think posted the first comment about uh, getting the toe in the behind. Good morning, KBJ. The first comment will be Kevin. Okay, what about uh, hound dogs looking high? That would be Denny's. What about... uh, (laughs) (laughs) What about uh, the person who got uh, stung in their privates lying out naked? That would be Jay Bird. And they want to drink so big, it would come with a lifeguard. Virginia. Very nice. Yay, he Very did nice. It. Well, if that uh, hound dog is at Snoop on Sunday, it will be high. You will be there as well, Mike. You have a great time. Okay, bud? Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. A week, good week. That's right. No, he's already get this thing going. Are you hot? We're ready for the weekend, too, but it's a little early. I feel you. Uh, good go news. Go Dolphins. That's right. Go, go Fins, baby. Uh, good news is we've got uh, tickets all week long here, so you'll be able to uh, win a ton right here on the KVJ Show all week long. Your Dirt of the Day is brought to you by Yummy Giving Organic Juice. I love it. 
It's the KVJ Dirt of the day It's the KVJ Dirt of the day Virginia Take it away Cause you know we need that Dirt of the day Well, we told you last week that Leah Remini is thinking about suing the Church of Scientology. She just filed a lawsuit claiming that she was psychologically punished by the church, but they went to lengths to keep her from acting. They would follow her. They would bully her and they would use all these tactics to scare her about speaking out about the church. You remember uh, Leah Remini was asking where Shelley Miscavige was. Now, she was the wife of the leader of the church, David Miscavige. And I guess she's been missing for the past 16 years. No one's seen her. But I have heard them say they went and did a welfare check on her and they did find her. Like she just didn't want to be seen in public. So I don't know if she's really missing. And it sounds like Leah is going to be calling Tom Cruise to the stand as a witness because it was at his wedding to Katie Holmes where Leah first said that uh, Shelly Miscavige was missing. Yikes. Okay. Tom Cruise on the stand. That'd be big. That would be huge. Hmm. Is there any way for him to get out of it? Or if she names him as a witness, does he have to come and and testify? I'm not sure how that works exactly. When are you compelled to go and testify? Because I think there was one case, if I remember right, and somebody tried to name a celebrity in it. And the celebrity's like, no, I'm not even related to that. Like, I'm not showing up. And it was almost like they just wanted to rope them in so they could get a moment with the celebrity. And the celebrity's like, no, I'm not showing up. I think if there's proof that they're, you know, that they were there or whatever, I think you could subpoena them, right? And they have, to, if the courts mm-hmm. say it's, oh, Tom Cruise is definitely there. He's got something to say. If they do, wouldn't he have to go? And then I wonder if the burden of proof is you have to prove that they would have something to offer to the court. And that's why they're compelled to testify. I wish I could recall all the names involved in the situation with the other case, but it was something where they couldn't even really you know, lay it out that the celebrity had anything to offer. Gosh, I know it's such a low percentage shot, but how great would it be if they called him to the stands and he went full on Oprah jumping on the couch mode, Tom Cruise. (laughs) Crazy. That would be amazing. (laughs) Well, over the weekend, Jake Paul had his UFC fight and it went full 10 rounds. Jake Paul won by unanimous decision Mm -hmm. at the end of the whole thing. And then there was also after the fight, uh, fights breaking out in the hallways of the arena oh, really? just spectators fighting each other in the hall. They just got all ginned up watching a fight so they had to fight other people. <laughs> it's so much it's, it's so much man. It's so much yeah. ah. Here's a little bit of the action from last night. Usually it's his legs All three in favor of the winner. The problem child, Jake Paul! So it was a boxing match, and I guess uh, Nate Diaz, for the most part, is an MMA fighter, and so they're calling for a possible rematch. This time it would be MMA style. I was kind of looking. I was really surprised. I really don't know much about him. I'm not uh, huge into the fight scene. I could not believe it. I didn't think Nate Diaz was in that great a shape. He didn't look like a guy. If you took his shirt off and he won a fight, you'd be like, all right. 
I gotta, okay. look, I gotta look it up now. Yeah. Maybe that was the plan. Well, I'm gonna fight a guy that's not that good at fighting. Jake Paul looked like he was in. <laughs> if I'm gonna fight, I would rather fight a guy that ain't that good at fighting. He, he might be a great fighter. He just didn't look like he was in that great of shape. I mean, Jake Paul looked. If you were just eyeballing both of them, you're like, who do you think's gonna win? I would go Jake Paul, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, and maybe maybe they got a little little deal going. Hey, you take a dive on this one. We'll get a rematch. We'll both get paid. I mean, you really could do that. You totally could do that. I did see some people commenting saying it'd be nice to see Jake Paul actually try to step up and fight somebody that, you know, it should be a real challenge. So some people were kind of thinking that maybe he's just kind of, you know, doing some lackluster opponents. And on Saturday night, Ed Sheeran did something cute. Now, he was performing in Kansas City and helped out a couple with their gender reveal. Here's what that sounded like. Oh, he's always so good, isn't he, with everything he does? He's good. He he takes a page out of uh, Taylor Swift's book. Mm -hmm. I will get back to seeing perfect, but I feel like this is like a first time something. It's a girl! <laughs> Can I just say, as a father of two daughters, it's very awesome. It's very awesome. Congratulations. Oh, adorable. Mm-hmm. Doing it right, Ed. Okay. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay. It's time for viral audio. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Fox. We got weights and fit. There we go. Enter Miami was uh, down two goals last night in Frisco, Texas. But uh, don't worry because uh, we got Lionel Messi. And uh, he wound up scoring twice last night. Leaving it for Jordi Alba. Back to Lionel Messi! Trust your wall to do its job. Messi up over Lionel! Sensational from Lionel Messi again! 4-4! Yeah, and that uh, tied the game and went to penalty kicks and Inter-Miami won 5-3 in the penalty kicks. Messi has now scored seven goals in four games. Have they won all of the games he's been in? Yes. They have not wow. lost with Lionel wow, Messi now. right. Yeah, and this is a team that couldn't win before he got here. Now they can't lose. That's insane. <laughs> it's amazing how he's just flipped the club. Uh, Inter-Miami is now in the League Cup quarterfinals, and they're going to be playing the winner of Charlotte FC and the Houston Dynamo at Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale on Friday. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to ticket prices. Have they been as high as they're ever going to be to see Lionel Messi? Or the more they win, the higher they'll go. Is it weird that I want to meet the announcers more than Messi? At some, I, I, these <laughs> they're very exciting, aren't they? Awesome, yeah, very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. All right, coming up here, do you have somebody that you need to call out? You can text it into us, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. My KVJ show. Oh, we do have a uh, column out that uh, has to do with Taylor Swift that we'll get to coming up here in a second. People texting theirs in right now, 877-979-WRMF. A week from now, I might be calling out my wife. I uh, saw a family text last night, and it looks like there is an appointment set for this Saturday at 6 p.m. 
for my wife and daughter to get their neck tats. This Saturday, 6 p.m.? Yep. <gasps> wow. And honestly, I got to admit, that it, it had a lot to do with why I was having a hard time sleeping last night. Because I saw right before bed, I was just, I don't know, I, I had a lot going on in my mind. I was just like, oh. is it is it anger or is it? I, it's a little bit of everything. There's a lot of emotions that are there. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's weird for me to feel and look Ultimately, I realize, hey, this is their bodies. They can do with them whatever they want. It is, is their choice, and they have that right. To me, I, I just, you know, I don't get it, I guess is the biggest thing. And so, yeah, for me, I do have some, some feelings about it because, look, I, I know that the world is a lot more accepting of tattoos, Sure. But I've seen my wife, being a preschool teacher, have to cover us up because an overly tatted preschool teacher might be alarming for some still, even though we're <laughs> kind of getting there and more accepting of it. And to me, you know, you, you might make it harder to maintain your career with a tatted neck. And I was like, hey, look, I mean, you know, we, we need, we're a two salary family. We need that. Like, don't do anything that makes it harder to have gainful employment. Now, how big are we going with this neck tat? Do you, do you they know? They look like they're very pronounced. They're going to be three crosses right down the whole front part of their neck. Wow. And, and also, you know, look, I, I'm not, a, I don't have any tattoos. If you want tattoos, that's fine. Again, you know, it's, it's your own thing. And, and I think some people really see tattoos and they're really attracted to them. I'm not necessarily one. There's some I see that are cool and in the right place and the right kind of tattoo. It, it looks good. So I'm, I'm okay with some of that. And the ones that they have so far, not really a big problem. It's just now that we're getting to the neck, I do have a problem. And so now I realize with this set, it's time when I get my opportunity here in the next day or two to let my wife know emphatically how I do feel about this. And... Again, I, I don't want to ever, I'm not the kind of person to tell her how to cut her hair, what to wear, that kind of stuff. But I do feel like I have a right to be able to say this, right? To say, look, I, I'm concerned for many reasons. One, I find you attractive. I don't know if I'm going to find you attractive with huge neck tattoo. I'm going to be honest. It's a game changer for me. Yeah, and I don't know that that makes me a jerk, does it? No, I mean, it, no it. it makes you honest. You're yes. You're, let me just tell you this. You are not crazy. You are not being a jerk by feeling the way you feel. Most people would have a troubled time with their mate getting, uh, they're married, a big tattoo on the front of their neck. Yes. Most people, you're not insane right. about this, Kev. Right, okay. You're yeah. not crazy. So that was kind of <laughs> it. So I'm, I'm kind of going through that. I'm like, going, should I write into, am I the jerk? Is this a call them out? I don't know what this is. People think this is makeup or breakup. They're like, they're just tuning out. Breakup, neck dead. <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> right. And it could be that. It could be that too. Some people would be, hey, I've got a girlfriend and she just got a big neck tat. I don't find her attractive now and I'm having a hard time powering through it. Is that a makeup or breakup? Yeah. I mean, this covers so many different you know, avenues that we use here on the show to talk about content. And so you pick them. And you, you, I'm not going to break up over a, a no, neck no. tattoo. But I mean, if it were early in the relationship and she sprung a neck tat on me and, you know, we're a couple months into it, I might be like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm there. We talked about you trying to get Caitlin around because if Caitlin doesn't do it, your wife's not going to do it. I, are, are there any chances of you appealing to Caitlin I'm on this I'm starting one? with the suggestion for her because she is a nanny. I'm like, do you have any idea how the family you work for that is now your solo employment 
how they might take you walking into their place with a neck tat. Could that jeopardize your job? And if it does, then that could be troubling for you in your financial situation. And like I said, I, I don't know where they're set. I know they have an older son that is covered in tattoos, but having your son covered in tattoos and your nanny covered in tattoos might be different. Well, the queen's clearly thought about it. She knows where she works at. She she knows her situation. She just might want a neck tat. And, and what gets me, she's like, I don't care. I'm like, I, I know that's who you are, but sometimes that I don't care attitude really <laughs> kind of drives me crazy because I'm the guy who cares too much. Well, you should care. You're yeah. her husband. You, I'm you the need one to that tweaks about, out about all that kind of stuff. You need stuff. to care about your situation at yeah. home, and I, you're not a jerk for this. So now I have a, I have a deadline. I know what needs to be done, and I know by when. you got to work quick. I do have to work quick, and so I am going to the next level where I just kind of, you know, like sometimes I don't want to come out too aggressive because you never know. There's a lot of harebrained ideas that get thrown around my household. So I'm like, you but know there's what? an appointment on the books. This might die out, but then when I see there's an appointment on the books for Saturday at 6 p.m. That's serious. Now it's I have to at least say my piece to my wife and daughter and say, you guys can do what you want to do, but understand, I will have feelings about what is done. It's crazy how you both are married and you both went through neck tat drama. <laughs> That's insane. To- Panda got his, and he did not care what I thought. You were not happy. You you were on the air, and you, I think you trashed it pretty I good. I still don't like still it. Still don't like it. No. It, it, I, if she looks at it long enough, she will get angry. I he grew he grew his hair out a little bit more in the back, so it covers it sometimes. But I still don't like it. It yeah. makes me sad. I, right. It, it would be kind of like you going, Panda going, I love your hair long, and then the next day and you, I buzz you it. cut it all off. That's exactly what it's like. It's weird. There's something that your partner says to you is going to be a really big turn off, and you don't want to be turned off by your partner. You want to be turned on by your partner. When they tell you it's a big turn off, and then they still go and do it, it does make you sad. But, I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about Panda's small little, I mean, it's small compared right. to what's, it yeah. sounds like there's going to be... It, you know, front and center. Yeah, center that's the way. I, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, front and Cut. center. And you said it was three crosses. Three crosses. Is it going to be like little, like they'll, they'll be still cover the full part, front the part of the neck. neck? Yeah, three crosses, in order. What are your thoughts on this? It's it's a lot. It is a lot. That's very extreme. Michelle's on here uh, from Jupiter with a suggestion. What is uh, your comment, Michelle? Um, my comment is marriage is about compromise. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you come with a compromise, what if she got it on the back of her neck? That way she could put her hair up right. and show it off, you know, on weekends or whatever, but still have it covered, you know, for work and, and everything else. It wouldn't be so prominent. I love that. And, the and, then, and then the two hours I was stewing in bed last night. That's where I came to is saying I don't back or back of the neck or something like that exactly so it can still be stealth that you don't know and I you know to my wife I'm like you're having to wear long sleeves and let kids into cars in this South Florida summer heat you're already talking about how miserable you are I mean imagine if you're always wearing a turtleneck a long sleeve turtleneck you're gonna die I'm like <laughs> good heavens and after the the neck tat here comes the face piercings mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who knows what's next? Yeah, where do we go from here? Yeah. So it'll, you, it'll you look a little down. You do look a little down. Uh, you know what? I, I think I'm into the level of a little pissed. 
I okay. think that's kind of where I am right now. And like I said, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. I've been everywhere. I was down. Now I'm kind of uh, turning to Dickie Rance a little bit. I'm a little yes, and I'm going to come with I think this this big D energy. And okay. I, I think I'm because look, I'd be like. I don't want you to ever say after you get a be going, I didn't know how you feel. You're going to know how I feel. And then you're going to decide what you want to do. But there's gonna, I'm going to leave no doubt. I Whoa. like it. Angry Kev in a Miami Dolphins jersey. I'm, I'm a little shook over here. Are you yes. turned on? <laughs> turned on. I am scared. I don't know. He's tough. Okay. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. It's bringing it out in me. All right. We got some other call outs as well. If somebody's done you wrong, it's time for you to sing along and call them out, call them out, call them out. Gotta call them out, call them out, call them out. It's time to call them out. I wonder how many call them outs we're gonna have about people this week trying to buy the Taylor Swift tickets. I don't know where we are now because I think a lot of that was going down over the weekend and I was confused because what I'd initially seen in the Sun Sentinel story, Virginia tried that link and said it didn't work. So how you get tickets and what process you have to go through. Somebody told me you had to be a verified fan for that yeah. link to work. And I, oh, don't know wow. what, I don't know what that means. Maybe I, Yeah, maybe you have to go to her website first, become a verified fan, and then try the link. She's going to be at Hard Rock Stadium October 18th through the 20th of 2024. But even though it's more than a year away, it's going to be a big week for it. I know. You know, even on uh, WPTV, they're doing a special tonight. I think it's six with uh, our buddy Tim that uh, is going to be talking about how to get your tickets and try to help people through it because it's been complicated, I believe, for a lot of people. And then last week I was telling you about a buddy of mine um, in California, and she just got done playing Los Angeles, I think over the weekends where she was supposed to be, and it was $7,000 for a pair of tickets. Holy moly. And his daughter wanted to go. be like, oh, I want to take your granddaughter. And he's like, I don't know. Do I help pay for $7,000 tickets? It just Hell seems no. That is totally insane. These scalpers have lost their mind. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, this is hitting a lot of people that don't necessarily have that kind of money. Because, yeah, Becky was like, I mean, who are these people getting these tickets? You know, when you look at tickets, parking, drinks, outfit, babysitter, I'm just flabbergasted by these people who seem to be struggling financially. And somehow they're going to this Taylor Swift show. I heard an old commercial on YouTube from, it was from, I think, 1987. And they were selling Kiss tickets for $17. That's how they, they were right back in the day. <laughs> My first concert, I saw five groups, twenty two dollars. That's, wow. that's and they were they were pretty solid groups at the time. It was a big tour. Now that's what it costs to go to a movie just by yourself. That's that won't even <laughs> cover your parking now. You're right. Twenty two dollars. It's really that that's insane. That's the service fee. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Uh, let me see. Rachel, she's calling out her uh, neighbor in Loxahatchee. Apparently, they've got a uh, two Merle pit bulls, and the dog was coming through their fence to try to get us. I had to scream, stop, and no. I had my bear spray ready. So, yeah, you need to fix your fence to get your dogs under control. This is Loxahatchee. Oh, my god. People gosh. do pack heat. A great fence. I can I can get you in contact with them. They can yes. help you out. Patch that hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, we've got... Uh, an anonymous emailer here with the call him out on Friday. My boyfriend of almost six years broke up with me as soon as he got home from work. I just want to call out those who project their problems and insecurities onto their partners instead of working on themselves. It's not fair for either party. And in the end, you're truly only hurting yourself. 
By the time he realizes what he lost, it will be too late. Cue Lizzo's good as hell because I'm walking out that door. Side note, does anybody need a couch? Uh, I think Lizzo's getting canceled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can you use Lizzo now? You're going to have to use a different breakup song. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So there you go. Wow. A couple of uh, column outs. If you got one, you can always text it to us or you can email in mail at kvjshow.com. Um, this is kind of an interesting uh, one from over the weekend. I got to get to the person uh, was sending in to uh, Reddit. Am I the a hole for not switching seats at the Barbie movie? Did you hear this story? No. If you missed it, I will give it to you, and then you can sound off on this dude coming up next. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Well, the Barbie movie has just cleared the $1 billion mark. Dang, Barbie. I mean, this thing is a juggernaut. And you can see, I mean, people were really desperate to see it. But it kind of got this uh, one guy in a weird situation. So he had sent this in for their uh, Am I the A-Hole. He was uh, wanting to know, Am I the A-Hole for not switching seats at the Barbie movie? It says here, uh, my girlfriend and I had good seats to the Barbie movie. I had reserved them early so that we'd have no issues. But when I got to the theater, a mom and her six-year-old daughter were sitting in our seats. So I told the mom, uh, hey, you're in the wrong spot. And she was aware. She just said that when she bought tickets, there were only two tickets left. One was in the front row of the theater and the other one was way in the back. So she was hoping that my girlfriend and I would take her tickets instead (laughs) so she could sit with her kid. Well, I told her, I said, look, that's not really my problem. And I suggested that maybe she should have just purchased tickets to another showing where she could sit next to her daughter. I politely asked her to move out of our seats, and she told me I was being an inconsiderate jerk. Somebody else overheard the mom going off on me and offered up their seats instead. Was I a jerk? I don't think you were. I mean, that's ballsy for someone to do that in the theater. I don't know. I I think so, too. Look, I I understand that, yeah, you would have been such a lovely soul if you had said, okay, I'll uh, sit in the front. You give uh, your girlfriend, if she's willing, the seat all the way in the back of the theater, and you oblige this mom and daughter. But at the same time, it was kind of an easy fix, because if... I am correct. You go on there and you can see what seats are available. Yes. And you reserve your tickets ahead of time. And so the answer is, if you can't get a seat with your six-year-old daughter, you go to a screening when you can, correct? Correct. So you put yourself in a bad situation and now you want to inconvenience someone else. Imagine if it's date night, which I assume (laughs) it probably is. This is a special time we have to be together, my girlfriend and I. And now you have made a choice where now you're going to inconvenience other people. It, uh, there's times where there is a good thing to be nice and try to help people out. And then there's other times where I'm like, uh, I don't know how I'm feeling about that. And I, I, I get where he is. And honestly, me, I probably would have been the sucker and been like, okay, go ahead. But I, I would hate to call him a jerk for this move. It's rewarding bad behavior, too. If you let her get away with that, now you're teaching this little girl and her mother that they can just run roughshod and just cry, oh, we want to sit together, we're mother-daughter, and everyone else just has to curtail to them. 
if if you if there's no tickets together to go see the movie on a Saturday, then you have to look at Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. Like you can't expect other people to move for you. That's what I thought. So I'm wondering if she went into the theater saying, I'm gonna sit wherever, and then if somebody calls me on it, I'm gonna give them the whole like, well, you can't expect me to separate from my six-year-old daughter. And then she already knew that she was going to call out anybody that asked her to move out of their seat. Which, in a sense, my argument would be, who's a bigger jerk? The mom with the (laughs) six-year-old daughter or the guy that wouldn't switch seats with them? The mom. The mom is being a bigger jerk here. Absolutely. Yeah, I kind of thought so, too. But, I mean, imagine in that moment, though, how he probably looks for people who don't fully understand the situation and maybe haven't thought it all the way through. They're like, geez, dude. It sucks. You can't. I mean, look at that poor little girl. A little six-year-old girl wants to watch Barbie and sit next to her mom. You're going to have her sit all by herself? We walked into the Barbie movie and someone was sitting in our seats. Like, it's awkward. You put people in the position where they've already bought that seat and now they have to ask you to get up and move. You're a jerk. Yeah. Why would you do that to people? Because people just don't have any manners anymore. (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, and I got to tell you, everybody's saying, yeah, this uh, mom, shame on her. Somebody said, I would have told that lady to go F herself right in front of her six-year-old daughter. Well, you're teaching the six-year-old daughter such a bad lesson. I mean, the entitlement. Ugh, mm-hmm. it's gross. Well, and this is a good point, too. Text in from Miami said, yeah, she went to the theater with the intentions to inconvenience someone else. Because yeah. how else does she think it's going to work out? This is the Barbie movie. It's selling out all over the place. You have to assume... That someone else is going to be inconvenienced by you sitting in their seats. It's just a horrible way to go through life. It's a terrible example for your young daughter to see. Yeah. Just yuck all around. Well, and then, you know, the mom is probably going to have a rant the entire time about what a jerk they are. And so her daughter is now going to assume that when people don't inconvenience themselves for you every time, (laughs) that clearly makes them a jerk. And then you're just going to have, you know, wash rinse and repeat this happens on airplanes too it's a big deal on airplanes where people don't buy seats together and Uh then they want to sit together and then it's a whole big dramatic thing yeah Mm -hmm. well we've uh, got a lot of column outs uh, flying around here today including one for jaybird oh boy he's being called out (laughs) apparently when it comes to sandwiches or burgers you're not doing it right, bird. You eat it into the shape of a quarter moon as you're eating it, and people are like going, okay, this is weird, and you're annoying some people by doing that. Well, it is weird, the things that annoy people about food and all that. Yes, ever since I was a child, I pretty mm-hmm. much, you, you, have the, you have the big old burger there, you eat it until it's like a smiley face, like a little little moon, little the toenail moon, see what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And people think that's just the most bizarre thing. It's very normal for me. Yeah. But it does get a reaction that I'm kind of surprised about. People like, get very why do you eat your burger pa- like that. Yeah, people get very passionate opinionated when it comes to anything food wise. Of all time. the weird things you do, that is certainly not the weirdest. No. I, I agree. That's why I find it weird. That's <laughs> it has a reaction to people. People like, what's going on with the moon sandwich? Don't a lot of people do things like that? They have different uh, systems and how they eat. I know there are people that have to separate their food. Sometimes people eat all of one food item before going on to the other food item. And then the question is, do you go with the best food item first or say the best for last? Yeah, I, I knew somebody, they would they would 
deconstruct the pizza and then eat it just like one at a you, you get a slice of pizza, they take off the cheese, they take off the toppings, they rip the, the bread apart and just eat it piece by piece like that. Okay, yeah. That was controversial. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of people who do different things. I think I remember as a kid because of that concept. I used because I didn't really like the crust. So I would eat the crust around the sandwich first and then work my way in. And it was kind of fun because I just kept taking off the edges until I had just one awesome bite left. I think that's where it started. I think I was making shapes with my mouth and it just yeah. kind of, I loved it. Why not? It, it's still fun. They got people going, huh? You're having an art project and lunch. Exactly. He is. I haven't changed much since I was five. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You stay you. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the Whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. It's the Whacked Out News. So many people are meth. Ow! Well, apparently, uh, Thuth got started a little bit early on the Python Challenge. <laughs> Except he doesn't have a python. He's got a coral snake his mom believes in his house. Suits. The uh, Florida Python Challenge is underway. The 10-day competition offers about $30,000 in prizes. The person with the longest and the person with the most pythons each get $10,000. It would be super fun to watch Suits wrestle a snake. Just saying. Not for Suits. I think that's... Yeah. I love my boy. We won't get a poisonous one. We'll just get the kind that, like, you know... He's still dealing with it. He, I heard a snake phone call earlier. Like he, there, there's snakes. Snakes at his place. I actually think I'd much rather deal with a python than I would one of those coral snakes. I'm with you. We should call his phone today later when he leaves work and just go. I don't think it's a cool move, man. I'm doing it. I don't think it's nice to do Poor guy. <laughs> the pythons are typically about six to nine feet, but they just had the largest one caught, I think, a couple of uh, months ago. 18 feet. Oh, doggy. Those things are getting uh, bigger. The problem, of course, you probably know, pythons are threatening the Everglades ecosystem as they consume native animals, and they really have no known predators other than humans, so they're out there just running amok. They actually started out in Southeast Asia, and then somebody got one for a pet and said, I don't want any more. I'm going to put it in the Everglades. Well, thanks, dummy. Now we got a problem. And here's the crazy thing. You have to hunt pythons at night. Oh. I mean, how tough is that? At night? So you can't even see what you're hunting? I guess not. Remember that one guy? He was uh, a year or two ago. He was going out barefoot, barefoot. Just walking through the Everglades so he'd step on them and feel them. That's how he's finding them. He finds them with his toes and then reaches down and starts wrestling them. You couldn't pay me enough money to walk through the Everglades barefoot. That is a man. It's unbelievable. That $500,000 tax-free? You gotta walk there for an hour. We'd start not have to take some time to think about it. Your wife would make you. The panic attack I would be having (laughs) the entire time, every step. Oh, it'd be terrible. Well, listen to this. There's this uh, woman in Texas who was just mowing her yard when all of a sudden a snake comes flying out of the sky and lands on her and wraps around her arm. Oh my gosh. What the heck? And as she's panicked by that, she starts going, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. At that moment, a hawk comes swooping down and attacks her. A Jesus hawk? Oh, (laughs) it attacked her? Attacked her. So here she is on her tractor, just mowing her lawn. First you got a snake, and now you got a hawk. Was the hawk trying to get the snake, and you're just in the way? So here she is caught in the middle of a hawk trying to get its dinner, and she's basically sitting at the table. So she's getting all... Tore up by a hawk and now a pissed off, scared snake. 
This is a bad day. I might not go outside for a while. Yeah, then a second later, the hawk rips the snake off her arm and flies away with it. And she's just like, what the heck just happened? Dang. That's There are days and then there are days. And there are days. <laughs> and when you tell that story, no one's going to believe you. Well, maybe when she was praying to Jesus, maybe that was the hawk trying to get the snake away. And She's like, I got this. I'm going to send a hawk. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Two teenagers got onto the roof of a fancy restaurant in the Hamptons and tossed a 20-pound fish onto somebody's table. So if it's not snakes falling from the sky, it's fish. 20-pound? We got weights and fish. Yes. A 20-pound fish is big. Yes. The woman (laughs) that uh, it hit had to be treated for cuts. Oh, my. Very violent. Whacked out news today. There's a lot of crazy things going on. Falling from the sky. Yeah. A lot of crazy things going on. Did you see that... um, Guy who was uh, rescued from his uh, boat after 35 hours. He was uh, out there 15 miles into the ocean off the coast of St. Augustine. And uh, they somehow found him. I mean, you think about that, how lucky they are. Man, you get 15 miles out, it's hard to find anything. So what happened? Did, it, did the boat break or was there a storm? Yeah, I don't know how he drifted so far out. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if your engine breaks and you only have one engine, you're done. Yeah, that would be that's scary. Yeah, that's uh, reason number 1,824 why I don't go into the ocean. But you can get those, and they say everybody should have one now, especially if you're going out that far. The satellite thing where you can, like, you know, set off the alarm and say, okay, I'm out here, come get me. Can, can you imagine if you're on your boat, you're sitting out there, you've gone adrift, you can't see land anywhere, and you're like, this is terrible. The sun is beating down. You're so hot, and you're like, God, this can't get any worse. And all of a sudden, a snake falls out of the sky, <laughs> wraps around your arm, and then a hawk attacks you. <laughs> that would be a bad day. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> Did you see this social media influencer, this 21-year-old Kai Sanat, who started the riot in New York City's Union Square on Friday? No, what happened? He said he had a whole bunch of freebies, like computers, PlayStations, microphones, keyboards, webcams, gaming chairs, headphones, gift cards, and... Like, thousands of kids showed up. Was it real? No. Oh. I guess not, no. And he was streaming part of the event inside a truck, and he's like, oh, man, it's everybody for themselves. It's a war out there. I don't know that he had anything to give away. They all showed up? clearly not enough for everybody showed up, yeah. Oh. I mean, it was mayhem. There was all kinds of craziness going on. Cops brought it. They brought, like, a 1,000 cops trying to deal with the crowd. They had 65 arrests, uh, 30 of which were juveniles. Wow. But, yeah, it was just nuts, man. So these social media influencers run amok. There's a six-year-old boy that got uh, hospitalized with traumatic injuries after falling from a roller coaster at uh, Galaxy's Spin Track at the Fun Spot America near Kissimmee. He was found on the ground 20 feet below it. Is he okay? Um, yeah, oh, we're okay. trying to see Such what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> He's got traumatic injuries, so hopefully he recovers from those. But, I mean, you know, this is at least the second time I've heard of something like this happening at uh, one of those, like, off-track theme parks in Orlando. Yeah. It's not one of the big-name ones. Roller coasters in the ocean. I don't know if I want to go on any of them again. Yeah. The amusement park said in a statement that state inspectors found no problems with the ride and reported that it was being operated properly. They're closing it down during the investigation, but... I don't know, man. Mm. It's I mean, crazy. If, if you open that back up, that's got to affect how people ride that ride, right? If someone gets badly hurt or dies on a ride, 
you'd oh, think yeah. all of a sudden it's going to be light lines for a while. You should shut that down. Sometimes they don't, though. It's weird. You'd think they might. Yeah, apparently uh, they're not. Crazy stuff. Well, Florida National Cemetery in Bushnell is catching heat for accidentally putting a widow's casket in the wrong crypt where a different guy was laid to rest. Whoopsie. Same National Cemetery had a similar screw-up last year when they mixed a widow's ashes in with the wrong husband's ashes. Get it together, Florida National Cemetery in Bushnell. They're messing up. But if you're dead, what do you care? I mean... Does it really matter that much? It matters to the living. I don't think the dead are pissed. I'm hoping they're not. But then, what's with all these ghosts that are all disgruntled? Sometimes I think you can. <laughs> you, you don't get to Nirvana right away. Yeah. <laughs> a man in Nebraska stole a shopping scooter from a Walmart, and drove it to a pizza place. That sounds hungry. like fun, huh? They have a tracking in those things. They know when you take them off the lot. Yeah. And how about this? 57 triathletes got diarrhea after a triathlon championship in England. Oh, what did they feed them? I don't know, but 57 of them were then in the ocean. And they said, yeah, that might not have been uh, anything you would want to ingest. That water. Oh, 57 poopers in the ocean at once? Yeah, another reason I don't go in the ocean. You're right. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. Two stories today. Neither one of them very good. <laughs> And uh, how about this for a world record? A guy in India smashed it by crushing 273 walnuts with his head in one minute. The old Uh, record was 254. I would love to try this. Can somebody point me where I can get some walnuts? You can't get them, Virginia. Can you buy them online? They are... If, if you do, they were going to take forever to get here, and they were seriously like 40 bucks a, like for four walnuts. Huh. It was a lot of money. Because I remember back in the day I did that. Yeah. I, tried to, I tried to break that record. And you cannot find a shelled or unshelled walnut. Is it unshelled? Unshelled. When, it, when, it, when it's unshelled. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very hard. Does anybody have a walnut tree? That would be cool. We could just go pick them ourselves. Doesn't sound like an easy project. <laughs> <laughs> not it. We'll send suits. Yes. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we got a roundup. Think fast. Hopefully, you got uh, your mind all ready to go. We're going to put to the test next. It's KBJ. Think fast. Think fast. If you don't come in first, you might as well be last. Think fast. All right. Hopefully, your mind is ready to go here today. We're going to test it out. Bird has not uh, slept or eaten for three days. <laughs> my mind is ruined. Yeah. I imagine. I keep my Are you head. okay? No, I keep hitting my head with these glasses on the microphone. I, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll take them off. <laughs> <laughs> not distracting at all. <laughs> I know. Poor Kevin. It's <laughs> quite a start. Me, neck tats. It's, it's, it's going to hell. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Okay, so what I got is uh, different subjects here. Whoever can come up with a sensible answer, the fastest is going to get the point between Virginia Jaybird and Denny's. All right, first up, something you eat, starting with the letter D. Doritos! Burr got Doritos. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, three be. days. You haven't ate for three days? I'm, just, I'm going through something. <laughs> just trying to prove that uh, you... 
don't have to eat? Is that what it's, it was? I, again, I tried to tell you guys earlier, if I try to explain it, you won't get it. And then uh, Kevin will get a lot of emails. He doesn't want to read. It's, it's not going to be good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something you play with that starts with the letter P. Play-Doh. Oh, dang. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. That's quick. All right. Something hard that starts with the letter C. Cheeto. Cheeto. Uh, <laughs> Cheetos are hard, dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they can be. All right. <laughs> he clearly wants that. Dude. You're right. A little, a little intense over oh, here. Oh, your answer's going to be food related, too. Because you're think, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm hitting that wall. I think I'm crashing right, right yeah. now. Right now. It's happening right now. Yeah. You're starving. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> so tired. So hungry. A liquid starting with the letter J. Jelly. Juice. I'm going to go juice on that. I don't know if I qualify jelly as a liquid. It's it's controversial. Yeah. Once it enters the jelly phase, it's no longer liquid. Right, pipe down, Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jaybird has two. Virginia has one. Denny's has one. And oh. Think fast. Oh. Oh. Tendon. All right, this is something you put in your mouth, starting with the letter D. Doritos. Dunkin'. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess. It's all Doritos food. Works again. <laughs> Everything's food. I did, I did repeat an answer. If you want to take that point away from me. No. Okay. Simmer yeah, down. Works. The rules don't say you can't repeat. <laughs> You're witnessing me crash right now. Yeah, live on really. <laughs> the spiral is real. Okay, Bird with one more wins it. Oh, oh my gosh. damn. He's good for spiraling. He's good. <laughs> Something you might have a photo of starting with the letter N. Nancy. Nachos. Ned. Nancy? Nachos and Ned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess Virginia's in first. You get a Nancy. Okay. You're right. Nancy. Uh, I knew a Nancy. I'm sure you got a photo of Nancy. I do. Okay, sadly, Denny's, you're eliminated. Oh. Yeah, like, Nancy took me out. Nancy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to hang out there. I want to see how this plays out. Okay. <laughs> Something you find in the ocean that starts with the letter C. Conk. Crustacean. I think he said conk. I said conk. Oh, okay. I swear I said it, there, it was close, though. Yeah, I, I, I thought that, too. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'll, I'll clear that up. in a hen house. <laughs> that's what yeah, it sounded like. Did you uh, say conk? Conk. conk. If, he, if he had conk, and he did. Oh, oh my God. Bird gets the W. Where are my birdies at? Uh, yeah. Honky tonk, ka conk ka conk Yes. Honky tonk, ka conk ka conk a doodle do. Yep. I won how? How did I win? How did I win? With all food, by the way. You're right. Feed this man. Yeah, no doubt. KVJ. Okay, if your Monday so far is a bit of a struggle, maybe you'll feel a little bit better by the FML website. F my life. People posting up things going wrong in their life, so maybe you can feel a little bit better about yours. Uh, this person said, uh, today I had a discussion with my boss. I work at a self-storage unit place, and I told her that we need eight more security cameras so that we can cover all the hallways. She decided instead to get two to put into the office so she can spy on her employees. FML. Hmm. Just assume there's cameras everywhere, y'all. They, they ain't going nowhere. No, they are not. And she don't trust you. 
No. Yeah, that's that, that. What a statement that is from the boss, huh? We actually need these cameras to patrol, but no, you don't trust us. So, mm. mm-hmm. what are y'all doing? In Maybe there? they're doing sticky fingers or drugs. I don't know. Hooking up. Hooking up. This FML says, I trimmed my beard, and when I showed my wife, she said, yeah, but you still really kind of look like a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to say everything you think. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I'm talking to to myself, by the way. Uh, apparently, this guy kind of uh, ruined it with a hot chick. It says, uh, I was talking to a smoking hot Cuban sorority girl. She told me her mom only speaks Spanish, so she uh, translates everything for her. And without thinking, I'm like going, oh, kind of like uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo. Apparently, it didn't work, and she was confused, and goodbye, girl. Mm. You would have got me. I love a Chewbacca Han <laughs> Solo. You would have gotten that <laughs> reference. You would have been all into it. Yeah. Uh, let me see. This person said, today my husband presented me with a DNA test proving that our newborn daughter isn't his. Whoa. Confused, I got her tested again. And guess what? She's not a match to me either. What? That's crazy. You That's like one of those. Baby. Remember, we had that stat a while ago. There's so there's more switchings than you would ever think. They gave her the wrong baby. I think it's about twelve annually, if I remember right. I'm just pulling that out of the sky, but uh, I thought I remember that number somewhere. Like around age five, do you both start to go? She don't look like us at all. That's that's kind of how some of it's happening with the 23 and me. That's where the number is. It's a lot higher than they ever thought because people are doing that. They're testing like, well, why is our kid not a DNA match to us? I swear, and we both know that there was no cheating going on. Oh my gosh, you got to go back to the hospital and figure out who gave birth at the same time as you. Can you imagine all of them test well, their baby? And, Somebody's got your baby. And depending upon how far you are into this. What do you do? You don't stop till you find your baby. Do you not? Or do you say, well, you know what? We've had this baby now. The baby's two. And we just. Oh, my God. What we have is what we love. And no, you've got to find your baby and you've got to make this right. Then what about the baby that you build that bond with? It says 28,000 babies per year are switched at birth due to errors or negligence in the hospital. Okay, that's a lot higher than 12. 28,000? What? That's insane. How many of those stay switched, or do they figure it out and switch them back real quick? Let me read the article. I'll be back in about four minutes. (laughs) That is crazy, though, huh? Oh, my gosh. I would not stop until I figured out exactly where my baby was. I mean, you're right. That is a lot. (laughs) You don't just keep the baby they gave you and call it good. That's crazy. You go find your baby. Wow. Um, let me see an FML here. Today, my friend and I stopped at a convenience store. She mentioned that it was, quote, a bad part of town. And I angrily reminded her that just because it's a poor area doesn't make it bad and that she needed to be more tolerant. It was right after that moment that we got carjacked. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you do find the guy? I told you so. Yeah, I tried to tell you. Or do you just... Do you they just... have this big lesson. And I'm going to lecture you. But... Put him up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. A carjacking sounds so inconvenient. It would just ruin uh, your day, wouldn't it? Your, your day's ruined. Yeah. Your week's ruined. Yeah. And uh, finally, from the F My Life website, my dog won't eat the premium food I buy him, but he will eat other dogs' poop. Explain that. There, there's some dogs that are just more drawn to eating poop. Chewy, my, my rest yeah. in peace, never did it once. But yeah. I, I had other dogs growing up. They, they loved would it. Draw, they'd love to do it. Loved it. 
What is that about? I don't know. I think that dog eats poo is a freak. <laughs> uh, I don't like my dog. And do other dogs like look at him and be like, oh man, he's doing it again. No way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. They've got it's, to. It's, is it like that kid that picks and eats his boogers yeah, in elementary yes. school? The other dog's like, no, don't. Uh, here he goes. Uh. <laughs> some dogs just don't do it, and then some love it. <laughs> How do other dogs look upon that dog? Just curious. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, this is pretty crazy. They found a 3,200-year-old attendance sheet that was taken at a job site in ancient Egypt. What? And the fun thing about it, they kept records for the excuses of why people were absent. <laughs> 3,200 years ago, what were the excuses thrown out for not showing up to work in Egypt? I'll let you hear it next. The KVJ Show. Maybe you went a little hard over the weekend and you've called in today. What is your excuse that you're using for why you're not at work? Oh, uh, food poisoning. Oh, I had some bad oysters. It's a popular one. (laughs) It's real popular. But it seems... Kind of sad though sometimes because you're like okay it's it's the one that you really can't question but people use it all the time well if you are if you call and work on a monday with some food poisoning i.e hungover it, even, al- it always sounds like you had a sunday fun day even yeah. if even if you really are sick it <laughs> yeah. just sounds like you're eh, you're parting it up but people have been calling in sick now for thousands of years and maybe they weren't calling they would just send a messenger or somebody into the work site to let them know. They actually found an attendance sheet. It was taken at a work site in ancient Egypt that was 3,200 years old. Wow. They would have the date, the season, and the number, the name of the worker, and the reason for being absent. Like, for example, it said here, one of the entries, on month four of winter day 24, a worker by the name of Penub was absent from work because his mother was sick and he had to take care of her. Aww. Okay. Penub's a good guy. Penub is a good guy. There are a whole bunch of other excuses in there as well. One person just came right out and said, I've been drinking with Kansu. <laughs> I guess apparently 3,200 years ago, you'd be like, nah, dude, I just got real hammered, man. I can't make it today. <laughs> Somebody else couldn't make it to work because they were busy brewing their beer. Oh, okay. I mean, they really went got after it in ancient Egypt, huh? Oh, yeah. I think I do well. Mad respect. One other excuse said, um, yeah, my daughter's bleeding. Oh. <laughs> That's... I, I don't care what year it is. It's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> Somebody else couldn't make it to the job site that day because they were building their house. Okay. Somebody else was fetching stone for the scribe. That was written down as their excuse why they weren't at work that day. That's cool. Somebody else said they couldn't make it to the job site that day because they were with Khans, K-H-O-N-S, making remedies. Is that some witchcraft stuff? Don't know. But that was apparently a good enough excuse to get out of work 3,200 years ago in ancient Egypt. Somebody else couldn't make it into work because they were embalming Hermosi. Oh, dang. Who's Hermosi? Hermosi croaked? Guess so. Is that like Hermione? Yeah. So they had to take the day to embalm them. Wow. How terrible would that be if you had to embalm your own friend? 
Like even me rough. Whole, you had to embalm me. I die, and then you have to go do all the work on me. That would be rough. Oh, you're so gonna do funny games with my butt. I would, but wouldn't you rather have me doing funny games with your butt than some stranger? Absolutely. You guys can do whatever you want to my body after. I don't really care. Okay. Anything. 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 Have fun with it. Whatever you want. Draw a mustache. Whatever you you got to (laughs) do. I'm definitely going live on Facebook when I do weird stuff with your butt. That's fine. Somebody couldn't make it to the job site because a scorpion bit him. Oh. Now, that's a good excuse. Okay. That'll give you. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of a story. When we were in Key West, my girlfriend was eating at this restaurant, and the waiter comes right next to her and stomps on the ground. She thought he was stomping a roach. He was stomping a scorpion. No way. Just inches from her foot. Dang. Scorpions of Key West. It's real. We had a scorpion back in Lake Park, 1984. I remember it very vividly. Are you trying to out-scorpion my story? I am. I don't know. (laughs) Who's got a better scorpion story, Kev? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, you have to vote. Well, yours is definitely older. (laughs) Yours is old and dusty. Uh, Let's be honest. Neither one of them are good stories. (laughs) (laughs) And there was another person that couldn't make it to the work site in ancient Egypt 3,200 years ago because they were making an offering to the god. Oh. That was some serious stuff back then. It does seem like a good excuse, though. You know, back then, well, I had to give an offering to the god. I mean, you know, take it up with God. If I, yeah, what if I called in to work? Hey, I call the managers, go, I just, I got some things I got to do with God today. Uh, I'm going to call out. Is that a valid excuse? No, I don't think it's going to work today. I mean, the, the best thing you got is a religious holiday, but I think all the bosses pretty much know those. You, you can't say, I had a vision of God, and... God said, don't come into work today. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to be. God said, don't go into work because you're hungover. <laughs> the KVJ Show. Quiet firing. How do you know if you're being quiet fired? They say it's when a manager fails to provide adequate training, support, and career development to an employee, causing that employee to leave the organization. Whether done deliberately to squeeze out an employee or as an unintentional consequence of negligent management, quiet firing is a harmful leadership practice. Hmm. I felt like that happened to me at a base, on a baseball team I was on. Oh, yeah? Where the, the coach was doing things just to kind of get you, just, he wanted you to quit. He wanted you to just get, get on out of here. He stopped helping you. He just, yeah, he, he'd stu- he, he mm-hmm. talked to me completely different. You could, there's something changed in the air. It was weird. Yeah. You see that a good bit on sports and sports teams, actually, is the coaching and training. They If they don't like you or they don't think that you're worth the time, yep. you'll be off to the side. You don't get any reps. You don't get any instruction. You just stand there and you're like, why am I even here? It kills your spirit. It, it, it put me into yeah. a very deep depression because I loved baseball so much. Aww. But the fact that I was riding the bench, that's that, I could deal with that. I didn't want my coach not to like me. I, I felt like I was getting in the way. I hated it. The thing I'm surprised is that they would keep employees on payroll and then not do anything to try to get the most out of them not train them not help them that's that's a weird thing i I don't i can't imagine what kind of situation and i guess it's just bad management to me if you're good management you would either do one or two things either you train the employee or you get rid of the employee right yeah what happens in uh private parts of the howard stern movie the boss is he's gonna try to break them he does everything he can do to to kind of make them quit yeah i guess i guess that does kind of happen 
you know, in, in, in radio. I've, I've definitely seen that. <laughs> We've seen everything. Yeah. I think it happened to us in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys play 12 songs an hour. <laughs> Remember the first eight months I had Mountain Dew in that fridge. Every single yeah. day it was stocked. The day I went to go get some Mountain Dew and it was tumbleweeds in there, I knew we were getting fired. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was a not-so-quiet firing. You're right. Yeah, you're right. We kind of knew what was going on. Uh, there is this um, list here on words you should never use to describe yourself on LinkedIn. So if you did get quiet fired and you're not looking for the next opportunity, here are things they say just don't put into your LinkedIn, like world class. People say, oh, I'm a world class employee. They say, don't do that. They it say makes you sound cheese weenie. They say it's undefined and less impressive than you think. And what world does it class. mean? The best of the best. <laughs> Yeah. And they said a lot of people in their resumes on LinkedIn or whatever job search site you use will use, I was responsible for. And they say, don't just give us a whole bunch of duties. Talk about the results that you did. That may have been your task, but you may have failed at all of them. So you've just listed everything that you couldn't do well. Tell us, okay, did you grow sales? Did you win awards? What kind of stuff did you do instead of just what you're responsible for? They say another word to stay away from is motivated. You shouldn't take credit for things you're supposed to be anyway. I'm self-motivated. Well, you better be. Yeah, that kind of should kind of come with the territory. I don't know, man. You really have to ride my ass. I don't do a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. Bare minimum over here. Uh, yeah. Creative is another term they say don't use when you're looking for a job. They say creative has been overused so much so that it's become generic. That, okay, everybody can't be creative, but everyone claims they are. It's a buzzword. It is. Mm-hmm. Guru is one they don't like either. It's fine if other people use this to describe you, but it looks lame if you're saying, I'm a guru and... You cannot give yourself guru status. I'm yeah. a self-motivated, world-class guru. It almost sounds like, I'm the goat. Right. Yeah. Wait, you're the goat? Like This guy's kind of bragging. <laughs> yeah. And some other words to avoid, they say passionate, dynamic, unique, results-oriented, and driven. Or some other terms that they may just be lazy and what you've always had in there and you think that's going to be impressive. None of those words apparently impress bosses. Okay. So there you go. Put your real results in there. That's it. Yeah. Put them, I, I don't know if I want to be real, though. I'm never getting hired ever. <laughs> you have to put all your world record Wednesday failings in there. It's a long list. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're unemployable, just go win the Mega Millions. You see that uh, nobody got it either on Friday, and now it's up to $1.55 billion. It's on Tuesday. I Tomorrow. See the, I see the number 46 just dancing oh. right over by Ralston's neck. All right, I'm going to okay. add that to all the other numbers you picked. None of them so came up. Whatever you do, don't play 46. <laughs> don't play 46. He's right. Play 45, play 44, play 47. Not 46. The cash option, $757.2 million. The numbers that were drawn on Friday, 11, 30, 45, 52, 56, and the gold ball was 20. We had mm. none of those. All right, new week, new week, new numbers, new vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, despite not yet picking one number that has ever been played in either the Powerball or the Mega Millions, Bird has got a thought of positivity on the way next. The KVJ Show. On the F My Life 
earlier here on the show, there was somebody that said my husband came to me and said that he did a DNA test on our kid and found out that it wasn't his. And I was confused, being like, uh, it most definitely is. So I did a DNA test on the kid and found out that I wasn't a match either. That is horrifying. And then Jaber pulled up some crazy stat about how many kids are switched to the hospital accidentally, and then you wind up going home with a kid that's not actually yours and then raising it. And we got an anonymous email. Listen to this. He said, I heard your story from the F My Life. And I knew this woman who had a child switched at birth. Uh, My friend had identical twins. And they didn't know they were identical because the hospital had switched out one of the twins. And she only found out because later on in life, she had one of her kids had misbehaved and she grounded the kid and she is at the grocery store and she sees what she thinks is her kid and it's not. It's actually her biological kid, but it's the identical twin and she's yelling at him saying, you're supposed to be at home. Why are you out? Because it looks just like her kid that she grounded that's supposed to be at home. The mom comes up, says, why are you yelling at my kid? He's like going, that's not your kid. This is my kid. And she's like, that's not your kid. That's my kid. And then as they talked through all this confusion, they're like, what the heck is going on here? Oh, my god! They gosh. then realized, oh, my gosh, I had identical twins. You have one of my twins. And holy crap, I've got your kid. Whoa. It's all in the grocery store. Wow. And how old is the kid? It sounded like they were old enough to be grounded. And, <gasps> and it was, they said they tried switching the kids, but they were so used to their families, it just didn't work oh, out. Oh, that's terrible. But in a sense, you get two families there. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing that's crazy about all this the child that my friend raised went on to become highly successful. But her own biological twin that was raised by the other woman wound up in prison. <gasps> really? How crazy is that? So she raised. couldn't cope. I, I don't know if that was it, but the kid just turned out to be, went south. And it's really kind of an argument of nature versus nurture. And you got to imagine, it'd be like, what would have happened to this child had I had the ability to raise them myself? Would they be in prison or would they be just like their twin? And the other kid I raised that's highly successful. There's no way you would ever know. But you would probably, in your own mind, be like, I raised two successfully. You I would think, think I would have done about it. Third. And imagine, imagine if you're that kid that's in prison and that, you had any idea. Because if they tried to switch for a while, they probably lived there. So he probably knew who they were. And then later uh, in life, he's like, they're all successful. And here I am sitting in prison. You could probably get two seasons out of a Netflix show on that thing. <laughs> yeah, no you doubt could. you could. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Wow. So I guess it does happen. There's some crazy real life stories. If if you if you figure it out though while they're babies, you gotta try to switch back immediately. They but how, did. When they're ten, yeah, but, yeah, but when no, they're twelve, there's when they're probably 15. a cutoff point at a certain Ugh. age where you just can't make that switch back. Not only for the kids, but for the parents because you're just so in love with that kid. I would be devastated knowing that my real biological kid was out there being raised by somebody else and possibly not raised properly. Insane, right? That's just... What a gut check that would be. A mind bomb. Yep. Well, it is another day that we are trying to clear another teacher's list. Today, Aria, a third grade teacher 
who does special needs and has for 11 years at Sandpiper Shore Elementary in Boca Raton, has her list on her website at kvjshow.com. Hello, Aria. Okay. Hi, good morning. There she is. There you are. There you are, Aria. Hello, good morning. Hi. Um, we're taking a quick little look here at uh, your list, and I'm seeing that people are knocking off some uh, really good stuff. And there's a lot of easy things to get. I mean, I'm just looking here. You have some classroom timers that are just $5.99. Those go a long way in our classroom. (laughs) What do you use those for exactly? Um, We use them for rotation. So a lot of my kids need um, audio, um, like audio processing um, timers. So what helps them know that when the timer goes off, okay, it's time to rotate. So Mm, it gives them that support that they need. And um, they love to see actual time happening. So... They'll check back in centers and say, oh, I have two minutes left. Oh, I better finish up my work. So yeah. those go on. Those um, cool. are really a mm-hmm. good thing to use. Uh, you've got a whole bunch of Sharpies on here. Teachers uh, need those. That's only $10. Oh, yes. For all of our anchor charts that we make, hand make. Oh, that's cool. What is an anchor chart? Um, so it's a visual that helps the kids learn that has um, school lessons or mater- um, school information on, like, the topics that we've learned from math, like we'll be covering multiplication, um, any visual graphic for reading, like what is a character mm-hmm. or, you know, what, how do we identify who's talking in a story? So it just helps them um, refer back to the lesson. All great stuff. Well, we want to do this so that teachers don't have to dig into their own pocket. Because when you start adding it up, is it, it is a good bit. But when you're talking about somebody going out and helping you out, it's a five, ten, twenty dollar investment. I, I love the idea of the timer. Yeah, just in my own smart. Life. It is smart, honestly. Should we yeah. get you a timer, pumpkin? Like yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah, I, th- I think you might need one. It's, it's only five dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's a golden ticket in our classroom. Yeah, oh, they love it. that it is. But I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, this is the first time I've ever done something like this, and generally in a special education field, you're left to just purchase your own materials. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. And this is um, definitely an amazing way to start up the school year. That's very cool. Well, thank you. I mean, mm. teachers are all awesome, but I think it takes a special soul to be a special ed teacher. You are amazing. I'm just lucky. I love what I do, and I have a great support system at school, and I have an amazing um, group of kids. So it doesn't feel like a job. So I love it. That's awesome. Perfect. Well, uh, your list is posted up at kvjshow.com, also on our Facebook page. You can go on there and you can help Aria out. And let's do what we can to clear off your entire list. Aria, thanks so much for submitting your name, okay? Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful week. You too. too. Have a great school year. Thanks. I'm glad this bit's working out. Me too. Mm -hmm. I really much like this. Yeah, it's very cool stuff. After the show is on the way, both on YouTube and Twitch, just look for the KBJ Show and you can find it. All right, Berg, get us there with your thought for the day. I just want to say real quick, you guys look very, very good today. Very pretty, very handsome. I love that positivity. (laughs) Get not your friends by bare compliments, but by giving them sensible tokens of your love. Breakfast is on me. Oh, I'll take some breakfast. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.